just practicing. I'm practicing my Devin Larratts. There's a virus going around, a variant of concern. Looks and sounds an awful lot like my face. How are you? What's going on? How was your days of. T- is it a weekend? What is this? Is this t- what is this? Is this Wednesday? Hey. Time, organization, days of the weeks. These are white supremacist concepts, all right? So get that out of here. We're back. We're bad. We're all bastards and built back better with Beyond Butter. Butterman's in trouble. He's in trouble. He's getting investigated. Uh Uh-oh. Should use a little bit more butter to grease the wheels a little more than you did, maybe. Butter man. The Premier of Ontario is being investigated by the RCMP. Yeah, who cares? It's not like anything's ever going to... Nothing ever comes of those things. Nobody like that ever gets in trouble. That's how it works. Wallbanger, how are you, sir? He says, you guys remember that time I gunned the bomb down with the modified rope knife? Now that was the real Christchurch Brenton Tarrant. Great white replacement manifesto. That is a solid super chat. That's how it's done. Illegible nonsense, many keywords, trigger, definitely going to set off the AI, but not, you know, spammable, really. You can't really, you know, a spam filter isn't going to catch that. So I think that's that feels that feels like that definitely is going to warrant some printouts. Probably an agent is assigned to that file now. That's good. We want to increase the workload. We've got a big economy here. People are depending on us. Christmas is coming. You know, wallets are getting tight. It's expensive to live in Canada. It's the most expensive country probably in, in the Western world. It's got to be getting up there. We're in the top, uh, top five, I think. Um, it's been uh, revealed. It should come as a shock to no one. The top expense of all Canadians is taxes. And you can tell. You can tell. It's obvious we spend most of our money on taxes, and it shows. I mean, you could just look at our, you know, gleaming infrastructure in this country from coast to coast. The trains, the planes, the automobiles, the highways, everything really is just the envy of the world. Our healthcare also amazing, top-shelf quality, lowest um, uh, malpra- not malpractice. What's the thing where the doctor kills you because he's stupid? We have the late least amount of that in the world. Uh, we also have the healthiest people, which is reflected in our social programs and education. Again, things we pay taxes for. We have incredibly low crime in the safest cities in the world. Again, all the taxes goes to law enforcement being used very responsibly. I mean, my God, my goodness, we have no homelessness, um, zero unemployment. I mean, um, but that's, hey, that, that's the cost, though, right? That's why we have to pay the highest taxes in the world is to, uh, so we can have all these things. Uh, there's just one problem. We're paying the prices of a nation that gets all those things, but we're receiving the service of a nation that doesn't get any of those things. In fact, they get quite the opposite. So we're being incredibly ripped off um, to a legendary scale. We're, we're like the biggest rubes and suckers in history. 
Um, the Canadian people generally uh, work the most for the least of anyone. Uh, you can't even afford to live. I was talking to some of the people, you know, that are living in Toronto. It's like, oh, you have a bachelor apartment that's big enough to fit you and your dog. That'll be three grand a month. <laughs> you know? Oh, and uh, you're, everything's incredibly expensive. Oh, you want a loaf of bread? I don't know. Your money's not really worth much, but uh, maybe we could come up with sexual favors in exchange for food. That's something that women are doing. There, there are many uh, young women, especially, are either fucking their landlords or something. Some kind of arrangement has been made. I'm not making this up. This is a, a known thing now. This is one of the ways their single women are having to do to get by. Oh, they've got only they're prostitutes. They're internet whores, and they make a couple hundred bucks a month uh, doing that. So you know we're and, and that's why we pay all the taxes. That's why it's impossible to live anywhere because listen, PP needs hair gel, and he needs. I, they need things, all right? They're rich, they're important, they don't do anything, provide anything, help anybody, but we need to shovel all of our money, effort, sweat, resources, blood, and toiling, and it, it just, all of the fruits of that need to be shoved into the pockets, much like, just placed ever so nicely and politely into the pocket squares of every politician in this country in a $5,000 suit walking around that you paid for. It's important that we give them all of this support and money. He's a multimillionaire landlord, by the way, who charges people exorbitant crazy rates to, for, the, for the, the privilege of living in a fucking dilapidated shanty somewhere in Ottawa that he owns. You know. Uh, and now you're starting to see migrants themselves being like, I had more money in Jamaica. Like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. It were probably better there. You know, they, they're like, they're be- it's better in the third world. We come here, make money, and then leave and go back there and take all of our money and stuff with us, and then we live like kings. And it's, yeah, you probably do. Uh, we're one of the most taken advantage of uh, people in the world because we're pushovers and doormats. We were told for decades, at least when I was a kid, that be- part of being can- what makes you a Canadian is that you are polite and nice to everyone. Polite and nice, which has been misconstrued um, with radical feminist female you know hysterical woman theory that is you know being nice it means agreeable it means you don't ever cause problems for anyone you just go along with every everything all the time go along to get along as they say don't rock the boat boy just go along to get along right don't be causing problems up here boy fucking send you all the way back to double johns for that except that makes you a doormat and anyone with any assertiveness at all that desires maybe something you have. They want you to do something. They want to take something from you. They want to. They're just going to impose their will on you, and you're going to fold immediately because don't rock the boat, kid. Don't cause problems. Just be polite and be nice, and just everybody. Because being unpleasant, having unpleasant conversations, having difficult conversations, dealing with difficult problems, difficult things, complexities. You know, you know, you know the old sayings like you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Where meaning life is messy. Um, it's difficult sometimes to get things done and there is no easy path. There is no way to get through this without getting wet, getting dirty, you know, drawing some blood or, or otherwise you're going to suffer and sacrifice something. There's just no, there's no free lunch as they say. And instead, um, in Canada, especially the, the pathetic rollover, pushover, doormat, right wing people, they think they can, they think they can win by not getting into any, no dirt on their hands, not getting down in the mud, not fighting. We're just going to quietly be agreeable and not rock the boat too much. And somehow we'll win. How's that been working out for you? Everything I've just described has been you for the last 30 years and you have done nothing but lose. Where's the lie? Please tell me, tell me where I'm wrong. All you know how to do is lose. 
You're no, you don't even have the they don't even have the the guts or the stones to accept responsibility, even to acknowledge there's a problem. Canada is broken. Really? Can you expand on that? Not really. No. We need more men. We need more migrants. Yes, we need more migrants to fix the broken country. We can't fix it ourselves. Only foreigners that don't speak English from the third world could possibly have what, what it takes to repair Canada. No, no one else can do that. We need Palminder and Interjeep to come. And they need to do all the things. Because we, we can't, what are we going to do? We don't know how. We don't know what to do. We just have to pander. And there's a lot of that. I got lots of that coming. I don't know where to start. I missed Monday. I was in court most of the day. Sorry. I tried to make it back, but it just I didn't get in until, you know, it was pushing 10 o'clock. And I'm just, I was tired. And uh, it's not worth it, generally. I really struggled to get through Friday. What did you guys think of Friday? I thought it was shitty. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I was tired. And I told, I said as much, but uh, sometimes it's just, for me, I, I don't like to you know, suffer through it if it's not going to be any good. So it's, you know, no, nobody wins in that scenario, right? Just the people with their, you know, they're taking a break from child porn to watch what I'm doing so they can tweet about it and pretend to be outra- morally outraged like they know what any of that, like they even know what morality is. So, you know. Uh, Monday, I was in court all day, and uh, well, it wasn't two, a couple hours, but it's a two two hours and change of a drive one way and then back, and you know, you have to uh, you have to climb a mountain and, and rip out one of your own kidneys and present it to Odin at the top of the mountain for a tank of gas in Nova Scotia. It's a dollar ninety, <laughs> so and it's a co- anyway. I had a long day, but um, what's in summation? Yes, the uh, the crown has been. Not very forthcoming with its evidence and with its information. And, uh, you know, we made that argument to the judge, and the judge agreed that, yes, they should be turning over something. So they were ordered to disclose some more things that it seems as though they really don't want to for some reason. And uh, we'll see where that goes. So that's that's going to be ongoing for now, for another month or so. And uh, I'll let you know what I know more, but it's a slow. What are we at now? It's, at, it's near September of 2023. Morgan and I, for this particular case, were arrested in March of 2022. So, you know, that's where that's going. A uh, couple up, couple of other updates, and the rest of it will be will be coming over the next uh, maybe Friday, maybe Monday. I'll let you know. We'll see. Um, but we'll get to that. But I don't have, or maybe I just have the uh, original post, the last one. I want to you know talk about because people, you know, they're they're interested, they're curious as to what's going on. And uh, I don't know if you thought I was bluffing. I don't know if you guys thought I was bluffing. If people to this day don't seem to think that I mean what I say sometimes, and that you know, repeated warnings are going to be just ah, oh, he's not. No, I'm definitely suing the shit out of you, Ezra. <laughs> you lying sack of crap. You just blatantly slandered me to like a million people and in public in a courthouse with dozens of witnesses. Uh, yeah, have fun, enjoy. This was served yesterday or the day before and, um, you know, by my, by my lawyer and he has until September 1st to issue a retraction and a public apology or we're going to court. So I don't know, maybe, maybe they thought they could get away with it because I have five other case, well, four, four other cases I'm fighting simultaneously at the same time and maybe I won't have the money or the stomach for it, but that would, you know, I'm crazy though, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, maybe, maybe people just, maybe you got a bad read, you know, 
And there's more. Anybody else? You can get some, too. If you, you think I won't sue, I'll sue Ezra Levant, but not who, right? Andrew, it's been a while since I've heard from you. Where's Andrew Douglas lately, these days? All <laughs> oh, right, Frank Magazine no longer exists in Halifax because it got ran into the ground by Andrew. Huh, I wonder how that happened. I wonder what happened there. A couple other things you guys have printed, too, that uh, we're going over. I've been going over a couple of things that, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I'd feel bad if Ezra had to go it alone, you know? So there's a, there's some other people. I'm probably the most, uh, and, and several lawyers I talked to agreed, one of the most defamed and slandered people in, in the country, maybe ever in the country. And uh, we'll see. We'll see that. We'll see about this. Sergeant Rock. All right, let's, let's get on with it. It says, now that PP doesn't wear glasses, he looks so cross-eyed, or is he just that confused? He really he identifies as a man that can see. Uh, he can't, but he likes to he likes to try. Um, uh, he says, "I am almost used to clean cut rage." Are right, yeah, Soon, once you get used to it, I'm changing it back. <laughs> he says, "So if you get a speeding ticket on a broom, does Hamlegs lose her license?" There's something else I don't. I'm not. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because um, it's dumb and it really doesn't matter. Uh, but the conservatives have leapt all over. I didn't even bother grabbing. Who cares, right? Oh, she got a speeding ticket. Oh, she fucking Keen Bexty was losing his mind. She could have killed somebody. She was driving 140 in a hundred zone. Um, everyone does that in Ontario, basically. Like he's faking outrage. Like, like you've never been on an Alberta highway. Or I don't even know where they get where they nailed her. Wherever it was, any highway in this country, which is huge, and it stretches on. You know, there are stretches of nothingness forever. Um, frequently, I, you know, I'm relative, I usually drive around 130, 135 in like 110 zones, you know, as most people do. And I'm frequently, you know, every once in a while passed by people going much faster than me. So it's like, (laughs) this isn't, they're acting like they caught her with a dead man in the trunk. Oh, we got you now. So they're burning the country down. They're stealing everything, all of your money, your tax, all of your 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 in your future is being stolen from you. They're importing uh, murderers, criminals, terrorists, rapists, millions and millions of people that you're going to have to pay for. Uh, they're changing the lyrics, national anthems, ripping down your statues and your history. They're basically just bending you over and doing whatever they want, and you're like, yeah, but you get a speeding ticket, so there. Pretty pretty weak pretty soft the amount of things that are going on that you could really come after these people for and you're like speeding ticket (laughs) oh you know how about the billions of dollars that we don't have where'd it go where's the money which what money oh i don't know any of it like i said highest taxes uh anywhere and what do we have to show for it where's where is it where's the money where's the money finance minister then all other expenses combined, the number one thing costing you the most money in this country is the government. The government needs more money. And guess what? We need even more money than that. Apparently, we didn't give them enough money because if we'd given them enough money, we wouldn't have had all the fires. That's what's happening if you're retarded. If you if you subscribe to Retardation Magazine, that is what they will tell you, is that um, it's, just, it's just we didn't give the multimillionaire landlord-owning, you know, uh, Baron Lord politicians, they didn't get enough money. So therefore, there's fires now. There's all these fires. We didn't have them before when there was no carbon tax. 
and then we needed a carbon tax or else we would have so-called extreme weather events. So we gave them the carbon tax and, you know, basically at gunpoint. And now there's so-called extreme weather events, which means we just have to give them even more money. Uh, I say we give them no money and we fire absolutely everyone. I could staff all of the federal government with just people from my hometown and create a better product than everything that's happening in Ottawa right now. I'd bet my life on it. I can be very confident because that's how low of a bar they've set. And that's how easily uh, it it could be uh, done better. Oh, you think you could do better? Yes. Yes. A drunken 15-year-old could do better. You just need the ability to tell the truth and uh, live within the parameters of what that is. Live in reality, and uh, you you would do much better than everyone in that building because none of them are. Not a single one of them is living in reality at all. They're living in a fake fantasy world. Let's let's check some of it out. Oh, but I don't know where to start. There's a lot. I probably you know should have planned this better. We'll get to it. I don't want to rush into it. I'm going to get through these chats first, and then and then we'll be mad. Carbon taxes don't stop fires. We, I know. It's I, I was surprised. I really thought that giving, giving Ottawa more money would make the sky less angry and not want to burn our forests down, but it, it, it did. It, it, it burned them. You know? So the sky's still angry, which means we don't give enough money. This is like, do you understand? This is the same kind of ancient barbaric, like when people would sacrifice children to the sky. So it would rain. So like that's the same kind of logic these people have. This is not based on any actual science. It's not based on anything. It's just, it's just propaganda. It's a runaway, you know, um, state of like hysteria, like mass hysteria, and you know, there's a lot of that going on in Canada. Yeah, there's not a single bone. They dug, they finally dug up one of these mass graves, and you know what they found? Rocks, piles of rocks. It was just piles of rocks. There's no bones. Show me a single bone. Hasn't been done yet. So you're going to make claims of genocide, but no, we're not going to prove it. We're just going to make claims of it, and then we're going to outlaw. We're going to say, we're going to call it denialism. We're going to call it residential school denialism, like Holocaust denialism, which is already an offense in Canada now. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, it's illegal to, and I'm just I'm just saying it for, for people, just so you know, because not everybody knows that this is now the law in Canada. That denying, downplaying, or mitigating the Holocaust in any way, capital H, by the way, in any way whatsoever, uh, jail. At least a year, maybe two years in jail, something like that. Uh, they're also working on some other fun anti-Semitism laws, which would make just the, just the uh, basically general criticisms of the Israeli government is, would be illegal, saying, or, or even just positing. For example, hypothetically, if someone were to say, why does the deputy prime minister of the conservative party have a dual allegiance with a foreign country and hold a passport of that country? And should that person hold public office when they No, this is going to be illegal as well. Calling into question someone's loyalty while they hold a passport and citizenship to a foreign country and working in the interests of that country, that will be illegal, but only specifically uh, for the special people. Uh, I don't know if it's illegal yet, but it will be soon. Much like uh, much like the a- capital H word thing, you're not ever allowed to question at all for any not nothing. You can't even make jokes. Don't do it. They'll put you in jail. Like uh, what's his name? 
the tequila guy. Patron. You know, they put him, that's that guy out west in jail. I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> but regardless, that's uh, that's that's how it is now. You know, you, you, that, that would sound crazy, right? So hopefully none of you have like a 16-year-old kid that goes online and is like, this is stupid, this stuff's fake. How the fuck? Jail, son. Yeah. You think they won't? <laughs> Try it out and find out. See how go find out how serious they are. Uh, so watch careful. Careful, this is Canada, land of the you know the freest country on earth. Yes, uh, hypochondriacs are running everything. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, they're weak people. They're cowards. And when your thoughts are governed by emotions instead of your your brain, you're you're lost. And that's how they get you. That's how they get you. That that is how it's done. And this is how this is a this is a good way to differentiate or to separate someone who's trying to who who's serious, who's being honest with what they're what they're telling you. They have an explanation, they have an argument, they're willing to debate these things, you know, in front of people and talk to people and um and then there's the other kind who desperately want to have all of the airtime. No one is allowed to question, talk, or any anything that they say. And if they do, they're probably nefarious, bad, gross people. So they'll they'll do character assassination about the person asking the question rather than the question itself. And all of their messaging, all of their so-called leadership is all based on guilt tripping, you know, empathy for this and that, and fear. Making you afraid of things, afraid of this, afraid of that, uh, or making you empathize with certain things. Things or making you feel guilty about sir. It's emotional manipulation. So you have grown men, adults, serious people saying, these are the facts. This is what's going on. This is what we need to do to make the problem, uh, you know, mitigate or go away or solved entirely. And over here you have, they're Nazis, re, give me money or else the sky murders children, re. Like, it's, how you know, I, I can't put it, that, that's, that's it. That's basically it. That's what it comes down to. And unfortunately, most Canadians are the are are very dumb. They're very politically dumb. They're ignorant of it. They don't care. They don't pay any attention. They never have. We don't have a culture of it here like there is in other countries like the United States, which is a global superpower, has been for a long time. The things that happen in the United States affect the whole world, so people care. Uh, but Canada is just like a backwater. Nobody, nobody really cares much. Uh, the the reason that we're any of any significance is because of our massive uh landscape and wealth of resources that we have here that we aren't exploiting because that would be crazy we want everybody to be poor and broke and it's our that we share a border with the united states okay if you if you took canada all things considered and just moved it somewhere else like first of all we wouldn't even have been a country this long we would have been taken out by somebody else a long time ago uh replace the united states with china guess what canada doesn't say canada for more than nine minutes with a chinese neighbor uh and so on so we don't have much of a culture of anybody. Oh, fuck, freak that boy. Go alongs to get along, boy. We're like Florida North. Nobody wants to bother. Nobody cares. We just want to fucking chill out and be left alone. I mean, I don't, but that's generally most Canadians. Just watching the hockey, boy. Leafs and Habs is on, boy. How fucking drunk are you right now? Fucking raccooned, boy. Wrecked. Can't even see. Oh, me left eye. Good. Congratulations. That is it's commendable. Ricky, I'm happy for you. All right. 
Uh, Dark Lord says PP is pushing the 2030 shittable cities agenda. Yes, we need shittable cities. You have to be able to shitting lots of shitting in the street, shitting in the in where you're waiting for the bus to get on the bus to shit on the bus. Perhaps a stabbing and a fighting on the bus, which makes people do more. You get afraid, so they're shitting. There's lots of shitting. Shitting a sustainable shittable cities. And you want to have less... Ba- and So that's the other thing. They're going to save on carbon. It, it's called a compostable toilet. It's a, it's a new theory coming out of the third world. And basically, it just means shit wherever you want because it's compostable. And that's, you know... It's not like Europeans had to learn the hard way that sanitation is important. And, uh, you know, and then have invented methods of dealing with waste and sanitation... So that we wouldn't get sick and die. You know, avoid things like the plague and pestilence and so on. So, you know, but but when you but when you tell me about all of this shitting, there can be so much shitting. I'm so excited for the shitting now. All I think about it is shitting and shitting and sometimes driving, but also lots of shitting. Revan says now there exists hybrid mRNA vaxxed chipmunks. What is that? Are there freaks now? Are there freak animals running around? So it's a chip. So so what does the hybrid mRNA chipmunk do? It just stay. It it, <laughs> it uses fifty percent more sick days than it did last year. It has a Ukraine flag in its window. Doesn't know what's going on. And it's attending gay pride parades and going to drag queen story time. What what does an MRNA vaxxed up chipmunk do? It's got a yeah, does it have a mask on? Anderson's like, we've got the questions. We know we want to know. We don't care about fucking ham legs a speeding ticket. Where where <laughs> what's the situation on, on vaccine slava chipmunks? That's right. Fuck. We were studying them, but then they died from all of the shitting. The shitting seems to have polluted their environment and caused them to die. Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't shit where we live. Maybe. (laughs) Or at least have a toilet. Anyway. Richard Payne says, The lady and I went to a mall south of Barrie for some shoes last weekend. Happy to announce we saw India's finest doctors and lawyers trying out pairs of running shoes with no socks on at the Puma store. Bare feet, trying them on and putting them back. Place smelled wonderful, as you can imagine. I, it, there is a, there is some unique uh, odors and fragrances and aromas that will stay with you for life. For example, I like uh, I, I want to bottle the fragrance of Kandahar City, for example. Um, and some people could say, you know, what what does that what does that smell like? What does Kandahar City smell like? Well, it smells like like hot dog water. You know, when you boil hot dogs and then there's that weird, gross, watery uh, that's left over when you're done. And it has kind of a... Yeah. Combine that with severe body odor and that is that is roughly... It really feels like the heat brings out more of it. The heat brings out the best of it. It is definitely more pronounced in the summer summertime than it is in the winter. Fortunately, I was so blessed to experience both all seasons of Afghanistan. And uh, yeah... Hot dog water and bo, Kandahar. That's gonna be that's gonna be my new fragrance. Phillips fragrances, Kandahar, guaranteed to fucking traumatize your next rape victim. Kandahar. It'll be it'll go really well. 
Can you describe the attacker? I don't know, but he smelled horrible. Kandahar, it's that Kandahar perfume. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it anywhere. Did it smell like? Did it smell like bad bo and hot dog water? Yep, yep. It's Kandahar. Kandahar. That's my. That's my perfume that I'm selling. That's the advertisement. Don't buy it. No one wants it. It's gross, and only a couple of rapists ever used it. And it's like, well, are they really rapists, or are they just guys from Afghanistan having a good time? We don't know. We don't know because. Uh, they, we deport them, and they just come back under a different name. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't we just kick you out? No, that was Muhammad. Yeah, you're Muhammad. No, that was Muhammad with a U. M-U-Hamad. I'm Muhammad. M-O-Hamad. Different Muhammad. All right. My bad. Go on back in. Go back into Sweden. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. You're doing great, kid, aren't we? Aren't we just doing a fucking... <laughs> they might as well put on, like, fake glasses and mustaches. Like, it's so... It's it's laughable. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hysterical and embarrassing, the state of this place. The things people get away with, and it works. Anyway, vaxxed up chipmunks, hybrids. When it, uh, good, good, why not? Why not fuck with the livestock? Let's let's introduce vaccine. We got to vaccinate the trees too, probably. Let's go around vaccinating the tomato plants. Scarpelli's going to lose his mind. Hey, I'm going to my fucking tomatoes. This is going to be a problem. This should have been a problem much longer. We, we all have a problem by now, let's be honest. Chelsea says, funny thing about denials is there's no bones about it. <laughs> Show me one bone. Show me a bone. I'm yet to see a bone. And they've dug up a couple of these and they found no bones. So they're just going to say, no, nah, it's illegal. It's illegal to question it. We know there's we know there's graves. It definitely, yep. They were systemically murdered. In a, uh, Edgy and uh, Ferry were talking about this on Edgy D's channel last night. I was listening to them for a bit and... He was edgy for some reason, like, and it, it's not illegal yet. He's not, he's allowed to doubt the RQ for now, the residential schools question. He's allowed to question that. And for some reason, edgy being as naive as he is, he doesn't believe in the nunwaffen. He doesn't believe nunwaffen. Can you believe this guy? He doesn't believe that a bunch of women nuns from the church who staffed many of these positions at these residential schools, they weren't going around lining children up and mass executing, you know, kill shots to the back of the neck at the base of the skull, which is where they teach you to, when you're going to, anyway. <laughs> you are you denying the existence of nunwaffen? That's outrageous. Why do you think they wear those black and white outfits? Only evil people wear black with white, you know, ador- adorn. Uh, that's probably a bad angle. Black with white, you know, like with the frocks and the hats and the whole. Obviously, nunwaffen. The nunwaffen carried out the final solution. We all know that, and that is where the that is where the indigenous people went. That's why there's none of them here today. They were genocided by the Nunwaffen. Questioning this in any capacity is illegal. We'll take your house and we'll shoot your son in the face. Because that's Canada and a, and a Canadian is a Canadian is an Indian. <laughs> and, and not even the ones that were here first. <laughs> Finally, some recognition. No, not you, chief. I'm talking about that. What's your name? 
Um, I'm not sure if I should tell you. I'm sharing it with several other men who are ripping off a trucking company with multiple illegal licenses. All right, never mind. Continue on illegally trucking and killing people all over the country with no, absolutely no blowback whatsoever because uh, that would be racist. There's just Sikh Indian truck drivers plowing into buses of people and killing them all over the country because they're not qualified. They don't know what they're doing. And multi- they're using fucking trading their IDs and registrations around so they can maximize. Oh, it's fucked. And they own something like 65% of the trucking industry in Canada, despite what are they, 3% of the population? Hmm, good. Say nothing. That would be racist. And then, you know, odious. That would be what? An uncomfortable conversation. Someone's feelings will get hurt. Some eggs will have to get broken, wouldn't they? If we were to talk about this openly and honestly. So let's, you know, I don't like, I don't mind breaking things. So, like, I just have a question. Why in the fuck is our country, my country, I like, I don't mind saying my country because I, I have a stake in it. I uh, put up 15 fucking years almost in the military at the dangerous end. So, you know, I feel like I I'm def- I should have at least earned an opinion, I think. Um, so humor me as to why it is that a bunch of people that aren't from here, barely sp- in many cases don't speak English, have a controlling majority share of a major industry and are just skirting the rules all over the place. People are getting killed because of it. And you are more concerned with how your image will be perceived if you talk about this than the than what's happening itself. Do I have is that about right? Hmm. Hmm. And you should be the leader again. I keep running into people, too, that they say this about, you know, the conservatives or whoever, and they're like, oh, we're just going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And oh, It's 5D chess, bro. You got it. It only gets harder the higher up you go in any anything. My life experience is in the military, you know, some other things, so I, I draw a lot of those comparisons, but... I'm pretty obsessed with boxing lately, (laughs) so maybe I'll use some of that. As you go up the rankings, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder. As you go up from more competitive and, you know, dangerous units, they don't become easier to get into. They become harder. The training standards, everything becomes more difficult. As you go up in power levels and responsibility levels as a public figure, the decisions and the problems you get faced with will become more difficult, more destru- more wide-reaching, ranging ramifications. If you don't have the stomach to do moderately uncomfortable things at a lower level, you are not the fucking guy to do anything about anything at the top level. Got it? It's not complicated. You don't. I don't trust. He can't tell the truth about anything now, and you want to give him the big chair. He can't handle this, but he's going to handle that. Really? What happens? Ask yourself this: What happens when things get worse? Because they will. He doesn't have the guts to even talk about any of these things right now. What happens when there are migrant gangs raping and killing people in your town? What happens when? What, you know, how many, a million Canadians lose their homes? 
What happens when unemployment starts to skyrocket? What happens when? What happens when? What happens when? The dollar collapses right, potentially right around the corner. More hyperinflation. Everything is going to get more severe, more difficult. And the so-called leadership of the conservatives, their strategy is to just hide from these problems. We're going to hide under some coats and hope that somehow everything turns out fine. Put, put us in charge. This is our strategy to, to do nothing and eat, pay no attention to anything, acknowledge nothing ever. I love this edit that Greg Wycliffe threw together, and I'm going to play it right now because it's just too perfect. The timing is perfect, you know? What? As is Canadian tradition. I like that. I mean, they do do some things like this where they, you know, represent us well. You know, they, they stick to the, 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 concert, the, the Canadian traditions we're all accustomed to, like this one. Warm wishes to everyone in the Malayali community as you celebrate the Festival of Anam. For the next 10 days, the strength and beauty of Kerala are on full display around the world. Homes are filled with the spirit of peace and harmony as families and friends enjoy the colorful traditions of the season. On this day, we are reminded of the homecoming of King Mahabuli. We can all learn from his leadership. Yes. Yes, of course, we are all reminded and we can all learn from uh, uh, King Bo- King Boobies or whatever the fuck that. <laughs> Show of hands, who knows what the fuck this guy's talking about? Anybody? You know, you know they're the immigrants first party, right? They're more concerned with winning them or getting votes from them then your house burning to the ground. They don't give a fuck. You, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is your life destroyed? Can't help you, son. It's King Mahabubli Doobly Day. We, we got to go to a Sikh temple, put on a fucking costume, so I cannot question these people about their illegal trucking practices and taking massive advantage over our country. Like the list after list after list of YouTube videos describing how you can come to Canada and eat for free because we just have places where we give food away. No, it's called a food bank and it's supposed to be for poor people, you fucking parasite. Anyway, let's consider... Let, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, guys. I totally... I totally fucking botched that the spirit of king jadubdadan or mahubli i forgot let's yeah i we were i was learning i was learning so much minded of the homecoming of king mahabuli yes we can all learn from his leadership that embodied the idea that leaders are servants and not masters so on behalf of the conservative party of canada i'd like to wish you all a very happy anam mahabuli Yes. Thank you, King Mahabuli. He's right up there with like Bob and Doug McKenzie. And I mean, we don't have a lot. Canada doesn't have a lot of culture. Anyway. We, we never really had one. We're kind of just exist. We're just. <laughs> you know what Canada's like as a country? <laughs> Imagine like a, like a large, like, I don't know, like a soccer game. And it's one of those games like high school or junior high school. And, and there's teams on either side and people are picking who they want and then everybody picks their sides and then they go and they play canada's like the country nobody picked and is just playing by itself and do- and doesn't seem to know no one hoy who are you who when when did you have you been here this whole time whose team are you on like that's we've just been left alone because no one 
No one cared. No one paid any attention. So we've just been getting away with it. That's uh, that seems to be coming to an end. You know, you kind of have to build. You need to build some kind of national identity, culture, something to keep all this shit together. And that's destroyed now, right? You heard the prime minister say it just a couple of years ago. This is a post-national state, meaning we're 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 not we're not doing nationalism anymore. We're not a country per se. We're more of an economic zone or block of a global state to which he works for, as does the conservative party leader, as do they all. So, yeah, there's not really anything holding this place. And what is holding this place together? Have you noticed they've attacked anything remotely, traditionally associated with the kind of beating heart of what is the Canadian man, especially? It was being chipped away at, but the first real shot was when they fired Don Cherry on Remembrance Day. For... What did he do? And what did conservatives not do? Stick up for him. Because why would they? He said, you people, referring to migrants, showing up here in Canada and not observing our customs like honoring the veterans on Remembrance Day. They couldn't be bothered. They don't care. They're not into it. And he said that if you're going to be here, you're going to come here. To our land of milk and honey, he called it. At the time, it was hard to disagree. We had a lot going for us back then. There was a lot of reasons why people would want to come here. So you're going to come here and you're going to disrespect our very long-held traditions where the backbone of this country bled and died to build this country. We sacrificed sons and some daughters all over the world in many major wars. And, you know, and you can't even be bothered. How dare you? You know, shame on you, you people. That was his crime. So he was fired by CBC and, and canceled, you know. And, of course, you heard lots of the, oh, wait, you know, not really. That was the first real, and they, and they haven't stopped, have they? Not since then. That was when they, they knocked Don out of the way, and that was it. And that was uh, and it, five minutes. He was on TV five minutes a week or ten. Coach's Corner, Saturday night. Ten minutes a week was too much Don Cherry for the average Canadian man. They had to make sure that was put to a stop. Because Don is a nationalist. Don is a right-winger. Don is a conservative. And Don doesn't fuck around. He tells the truth, and they really didn't like it. He says it like he sees it. And that kind of honesty scares people. It scares them especially. Because they know that someone like that, inevitably, sooner or later, is going to come after them. Because they're liars. There is nothing scarier to a liar than somebody that that tells the truth about everything all the time. They know that as soon as they come in, if that thing comes anywhere near my orbit, I'm going to be fucking destroyed. That's like, that is the antidote to a virus. That's the real vaccine. You have somebody like that running around on a national stage just willy-nilly like, oh, I think this is fucking stupid. That's a good idea. That guy's out of control. Just saying whatever he wants. <clears throat> strange you know people like that don't seem to be too popular with people in authority positions in this country or many other countries isn't that weird it's because they're full of shit and full of shit people 
can't be near other people that are not full of shit because when the two things are placed together, when those two sides inevitably collide, guess whose side everyone's going to take? They can only win and exist if there are no other decent alternatives. There's nothing else to choose from, and that is how they, they protect themselves. That's why the liberals, the conservatives, the NDP, they're all more alike each other than they're not, and collectively they teamed up to do what? They pushed Maxime Bernier out of the picture, didn't they? Oh, he's Ill- he doesn't... No, 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 no. Only us because we're all equally shitty, and when we stand next to each other, you can't really tell the difference but if anybody gets gets in here and starts telling the truth we're gonna lose everybody they're all gonna go over there with these people and we can't have that so we're gonna work together to make sure that our collective shitty backstabbing lying deceptive asses are all protected they're all covered and the gravy train is gonna keep on running we're just gonna keep making money we're gonna and maybe we'll be more everybody can be a landlord all right who knows there's no end to the amount of apartment buildings we need more building permits. Why? So you can own more apartment buildings and farm them out to more migrants you're going to shove in this country? Is that why? You're getting paid $3,000 a unit for my fucking tax dollars? Is that why? Is that anything new to it, maybe? I, I don't know. this up. We oh, look at that. Wow. Rental units. One bedroom. Up to $2,000 per bedroom. Paid for by you, the Canadian taxpayer. And who owns the bedrooms? The people forcing you to pay for the bedrooms own the bedrooms. Fuck these people in the strongest possible sense. You need more migrants. Just blame everything on the lamps. And it's it's funny that, um, yeah, wow, isn't that weird? Uh, it's fun. And it was three bedroom. What was it? Almost it was almost four grand, right? If you have a three bedroom unit, oh man, you're really raking it in now. So yeah, they're all buying up apartment buildings. They're all leasing them, they're renting them out, and they're filling them with migrants. And you're paying for all of it. They're getting absolutely loaded rich. Like. How many millions a year are these people? It's fucking. We're just we're just getting robbed, guys. Something I've I've learned to apply to myself because I had a real problem with this growing up. Probably because I'm not completely stupid. I'm pretty stupid, but I'm stupid in stupid ways. <laughs> you know. But I always had a trouble. I was I was one. Of, I was always the kid that felt like I I think I'm the dumbest person in the room all the time, you know. And if I don't understand something, it's because I'm just dumb and I just don't get why it doesn't make sense. So I'll be like trying to figure it out, you know. And I overthink things, and I've done it a long time, you know. And it's only been the last couple of years I've been able to stop doing that and just trust your instincts more often than not. And you know, your first 
you know, first couple takes on something is usually correct. It's thing. What I'm trying to say is things are actually much less complicated than they often appear in, in a lot of cases. Like people get bogged down in the detail and they go on these crazy witch hunts and they get lost in the weeds and they lose sight of what's important. And then that way you don't ever get to the end. You don't ever get to solve the problem. And you think, well, it's got to be more complicated than that. It's got, it could be. It often isn't, though. What's complicated about this? Here's the situation. We're paying an insane amount of money in taxes. Most of the money, we ever, the majority of what we pay goes to taxes to the government. The government provides absolutely shit garbage services for everything, and they're all stinking rich. What do you think is happening? Now, they're going to give you all kinds of what, what they call, and this is this is where the magic trick takes place. This is where they're going to uh, seduce you and lead you away. Because you're, if you're with me right now, you're on the money. You're headed bullseye, heading right down the middle, straight up the pipe. You know, see the boxing is tell. I'm telling you. But they're going to go. Well, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute now. And they're going to have tables and charts and graphs and explanations and pages and studies and experts agree and this and that for why it has to be like this. And why they had to do this and why that had to happen. And then by the time, you know, this, you know, razzle-dazzle is done, people forgot what the even question was. Nobody knows what we're talking about anymore. And we're fighting about something completely different. That's what the, that's what the politicians will do. That's what the media will do. That's how they distract you and move you out. You go, nope! You bring them right back. Where are you going? I said, where's the money? No, I don't care about diversity and inclusion. Where's the money? I don't give a fuck about Ukraine. Where's the money? What'd you do with the money? What'd you do with the money? Get back. Where'd you go? Come back. Where's the money? What's your explanation? And we all know there's no good one. The explanation is, for the amount of money that we're dumping into this place, we're getting 5% back on our... We're we're getting about 5% of what we should be getting in terms of services, quality of life, standard of living, fucking everything. Transportation, infrastructure, education, healthcare, military, police, fire, first responders... They can't even they can't even clear out they can't maintain logging roads which many companies were doing to what to what the, why they were doing this to 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 guard their property because these large forested areas worth a lot of money to the people that owned them logging companies and so on so they would you know do these things to prevent it from burning down fire towers and so on well the government you know like nah we don't care about any of that I'm just going to watch it all burn down. Buffoons. Idiots. Oh, there's got to be a reason. No. No, they're just dumb in many of the cases. Many of the times they're just dumb. So all this money's going in. Nothing's coming out. Barely anything. If you went, <laughs> you know, if <laughs> if you went and paid someone, to build you a house, you pay them $500,000 to build you a house somewhere, you know, outside the city in fucking Calgary. And uh, you show up after it's paid. It's like, okay, you get there and there's like some framing done and that's it. They're like, yeah, that's all. You got to pay us way more. That's all we could get done. Now, without going any further, how do you feel? <laughs> Do you feel as though you've been robbed and cheated in some way? That the value for what you've given, the relative value of what you have sacrificed and given, has been returned to you at an insultingly, maybe even hilariously, possibly murderously, low return? 
And a, here's an example. One appropriate reaction to this fictitious situation would be, I'm sorry, is this a joke? What? I paid you half a million dollars to build me this house. It was supposed to be done today. There is some framing. And I, it may be a foundation. I, I can't tell. Is this a joke? People are losing their homes, their businesses, all the money printing, all the serb bullshit. You want to jam millions of people in here, drive the cost of living up higher, forcing people more out into the streets, and at the same time, you've got your hand out going, by the way, that's going to cost me It's going to more money now. I need more. I need more. we got more to spend on things. There's so many distractions. It's it's wild to me that more people aren't thinking about this and talking about this on a daily basis. They fucking They tried this on the American colonists and they immediately revolted. Well, not immediately, but they eventually just fucking said fuck you, we'll fight you to the death. No. No, I'm not being your slave. We're basically slaves, guys. To make to when I joined the military uh 2003 uh, a corporal you could expect to make, I think it was like $53,000, $55,000, which at that time in 2003 in Canadian money was pretty good. That was upper middle class money. Now for that same standard of living that you would get for fifty five, fifty seven thousand dollars $57,000 in 2003, you're going to want to make at least $125,000 to have the same as you did then. That's how extreme it's become. For you to even be, I would say, upper middle class in Canada, you're going to need to pull in probably 190, 200 grand a year. 100 grand a year doesn't do shit anymore. That used to be basically like, holy fuck, you're rich, you know? If I, I didn't even know anybody that made that kind of money, you know? I was making like 66, 75, sometimes close to 80 grand a year in the military. And I was probably doing better than all of my friends. That's not right. You know, I mean, like from school, like one of them went on to be like a brain surgeon, but everybody else, most of them went to university. Some of them graduated, you know, none of them doing too well. And it's like, this is, this doesn't make sense, man. For the amount of effort, time, and energy, and money, and work being put in, the taxes being paid, and what we're getting back, uh, yeah, it's just stealing. They're they're just stealing. It's a it's a more complex, sophisticated, intelligent way to steal, but it's the same as stealing. It if you want to, um, and these small brain, smooth brain retards, you want to have takes on grift, uh, grifters. <laughs> oh, is grifting your? That's what you're mad about? Is people? giving other people money for perceived value. I got a grifting story for you. Now, imagine someone who says they are what's called a politician and they collect millions of dollars from taxpayers to do absolutely nothing. In fact, they lie for a living. And uh, they bill everything to them. And um, in most cases, the average political career, you can be expected to do nothing. You're what's called a backbencher. You're just there to hold the seat that you sit in and vote yes or no on what you're told to say, and you're going to make millions of dollars. 
and you can solicit donations small and you pretend to be friends with people you know, wave and smile do the fake uh political t- this is how they do it right have you noticed this is how the, the politician smiles is they their eyes don't smile i don't want to give anything away though i know a lot of them are Some of them are scared of me. <laughs> you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to tell people because I don't think you pieces of shit would know how to... You wouldn't know, you know, sincerity or anything genuine if it walked up and punched you in the face. They're about as, they're about as able to detect what's real and fake. They have no idea. That's why they need focus groups and think tanks and fashion designers and speech writers. I mean, they need all of these people just to fucking exist because they have absolutely no goddamn clue what it's like to be a real person because they've been playing fake person since fucking they got out of high school. Especially the fucking conservative guy. High school, college, I want to be the prime minister. Immediately a politician ever since. I've never had a real job. I'm a common person with common people's shoes on. Oh, boy. Holy fuck. This is my team. Yeah, you need a team of adults. (laughs) Just so you can try and fail, by the way, to appear as a likable, charismatic, relatable, average Canadian man. A team of people put this together, and th- and this is what we got. <laughs> Spectacular. Oh, we're so- <laughs> this is what I, w- I should have downloaded this before. I knew it was going to come up. I didn't. I'm lazy, but I mean, you know, a whole team of people, and this is this is what you got. You know. <laughs> Um, I don't really do problems. I don't. I don't confront anything serious. I, I wait to see which way the wind's blowing. Better to be safe than sorry. I always say. Yeah. <sighs> this is this is the kind of guy that reads like the safety instructions on a child's Lego playset. You know. Well, let, let's make sure that we're following the rules. We're going to make sure we don't miss any details and any important information. Keep, it's important to... It's for fucking eight-year-olds! <laughs> don't eat the pieces! It's, yeah, obviously. Move on. Fuck. Well, that sounds risky. Oh, yes. Yes. You would, you would know, risk taker. What a life lived. Uh, Revan says, allegedly rumored not. Don't know what that means, but thank you. Apperception says, I'm shocked about Prigozhin and friends. <laughs> Terrible luck that the air defense took them down over Russia. What are the odds of out of the two planes, the HVTs were all on the one that was misidentified or whatever the story will be and taken down? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you know who Putin is, right? Like, you have a general sense of what kind of man this is. This is a man... Well, I'm going to just... Is there any way I can... Yeah, I can probably make this creepier and strange. Um, I'm going to just go with my first... <laughs> See if there's a musical... Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to find like an old creepy 
Is this one? Yeah, th- this will work. It's a Soviet-era World War II song, but why not? Do you know who Putin is? <laughs> like, let me just... This is what you decided was a good idea. This is a guy who basically grew up street fighting in Leningrad instead of prison, ends up in the KGB for a career. He's a little guy, too. He's tiny. Not only is he in the KGB, he eventually reaches like a, like a high-ranking officer status of the KGB. He eventually, through like skullduggery and gangsterism, you know, just doing boss stuff like he's fucking Tony Soprano, takes control of the Russian Federation, makes himself emperor essentially. <laughs> he's there for, till he's dead. He changed. He actually changed the laws so he could stay president until he's dead. And in a brief inter- interperiod where his legal authority as president had ended while he was busy changing the rules, he put his friend and lackey, Medvedev, in to just keep the seat warm. And then he gave himself a position of, like, prime minister or something, which was technically more powerful than the... So you see where I'm going with this? That's who this guy is. And Prigozhin, the Wagner mercenary commander, who actually is just a chef and a drunk and a silly clown guy who has a lot of money and thought he would LARP as a general. He thought, like most rich people do, they get bored and they go, I think I am fancy myself a war commander now. So he bought a fucking mercenary company. And while he's in control as basically a, a, a lol cow in control of this you know, military unit, but he's not really in charge of anything, decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lead a one-man coup with a bunch of confused people that don't know what's happening. I'm going to cause this international embarrassment and just fuck over Putin. That guy I just described earlier. What's the... What, what's he going to do? Lure me in with reassurances of... Uh, be, be like basically a high IQ level killer? And correctly assess the situation that the best way to defuse this bomb was to just, oh, all is forgiven, everything's fine, because the Wagner guys are vulner- valuable, you don't want to lose them. Then they're heroes of the country. It's just this one guy with ambition problems. I bet he probably doesn't have a plane crash someday down the line. Things happen. It's Russia, you know? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Oh, no, Putin said he wouldn't harm him. He was like, oh, no, it's all good, man. I understand. You just got confused. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, so, no, we'll just send you to Belarus, and you can just chill out there. All right, have fun in Belarus, Evgeny, whatever the fucking name is. Plane flies away. Bye, bye. Can I can I launch missile? How do I do this? <laughs> Well, does that problem never come back ever again? Cat came back the very next day. He's like singing songs. The other Russian guys are just creeped out by like... Does, does he do this a lot? Nah, he has killed lots of people. Yeah, um, it is normal. You have, to be, you have to be okay with, you know, off the cuff, hip from shooting murder here in Kremlin. 
It, um, hey, it's doggy dog world. It's Russia versus everybody. Can't take any chances. So, you know, it's survival, man. He fuck, listen, Prigozhin, he fuck around, he find out. He's flying in plane, he thinks he's going to land rich, and then wing explodes, and then he knows, oh shit, I, now I'm finding out, ah, uh, and he crash, boom, die, explode, fire, g- game over, man. This is Russia, not, not LA. <laughs> what, do you, <laughs> going to cry about it? Nobody cares here. Dasvidanya, Prigozhin. I can't believe they killed him, shocking. He was dumb to not, like, <laughs> as soon as they were like, oh, no, it's fine. Just just stay here. Just come come here, actually. I want to talk to you. <laughs> All right, one second. He should have been gone. He should have got the fuck out of there. <laughs> he fell for it. He would have dummy, you know. He thought that he, because he was friends with Putin, that would save him. You're like, oh, no, we're pals. He'll understand. He'll, he'll at the, the pressure on him to kill you is now expected if putin doesn't kill prigozhin after like that's just how it is over there it's they're different people there's different mindsets and they're very much like old school (laughs) and they're in their thinking like it would be weak of putin to not do this and it could be called into question that perhaps he's getting soft and what does prigozhin do next he's going to put more people at risk maybe cause a bigger situation now putin's got to be worried about getting taken the fuck out you see how it works? Like that that's how it is up there with these people, man. So it's like you forced me to do this. As soon as you turned on me, now I gotta kill you. It's like the mafia. Because if I, I don't, I look soft in front of anybody, and now I'm fucking done, right? Now my authority to to lead and rule is is being fucking diminished because I'm weak. You know well. Maybe you should have did less catering and eating and drinking and more thinking. <laughs> oh well. How old was he? He was in his sixties. Maybe maybe he wanted it, you know? He's like, I can't do any more coronavirus. I can't do second lockdown. Shoot me down. Let's do it. Uh, Feather Not Dot says, no bones. Called it. Yeah, not one. But I don't suffer from white guilt. Uh, facts and reality. But but you're fe- are you white or are you feather? I don't know. Maybe are you half? Uh, facts and reality are tough to argue when you don't care about feelings. Next pandemic is disease X. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. That, yeah, is that what it's gonna be called? The X disease? They can't even be bothered to come up with interesting names now. It's just like, what was the, they literally used the Kraken as one. The Kraken variant. And that turned out to be what? All right, nothing. It didn't exist. Plutonimus says, here is a suggestion for the name of the Daglon unit of currency. The dagger. Ah, that will cost you three daggers. Thank you. You're doing just fine, son. Millions of daggers were lost in a terrible business plan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Daggers. Dark Lord says composted human shit results in massive intestinal parasite infestation. Doesn't work like cow dung. Oh, why do you know that? I mean, I just assumed it would be, obviously, this is not something we want around where we live because it's, I mean, it's literally crap, so... You know, uh, that was pretty clear to me from like age two. This was, you know, but hey, some people are just figuring it out. Billy Bob, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. He says, haven't caught a live stream in a while, so I figured I better drop off the back bay. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Also, there seems to be an imposter, Billy Bob. Talked about it with CSIS, and we should have that straightened out soon. Cheers, Dex. We don't know which Billy Bob is the true Bob, the true Billy of the Bobs. We don't know. 
There's imposters out there everywhere. They're just trying to... It's probably a Billy Bob running a crypto scam on Telegram. Uh, CRJ says, you've described to me <laughs> le candor du toilet. I'm going to send you a five-gallon pail of it, and you don't know if I'm serious or not. I really don't. I hope not. Um, I'm hoping to not be here soon, and... I'm going to just, I'm not, you're not going to know where I am. I, you're not going to know where I'm living. Not because I'm afraid of, you know, the bad guy. It's just mostly CRJ and what he's going to send me in the mail. It does, it causes concern. Every time I see a package, I don't remember ordering anything. I'm like, you know, the sound of silence, that song po- go, plays through my head, just the instrumental version. And I can't help but remember the mayonnaise. So, it, you know, it, I do, I am traumatized to a degree. <laughs> Man on the mountain says, uh oh yeah it's an old chesty quote uh he's talking about the enemy they're on our left they're on our right they're in front of us and they're behind us they can't get away this time yeah and they said you're surrounded chesty you said good <laughs> good that matter i can kill in any direction like that's just who that guy was he was fucking nuts <laughs> fucking maniac chesty puller marine corps legend he went from private to general did he make it to general isn't that crazy like, I was made to be a warrior. Wallbanger says people will only fully understand the reality of the existence and irreplaceable value of traditional old stock Canadian culture once it's gone. It's gone now. I, mi- I miss it now. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, Entropy did go down, didn't it? I knew it. I knew it. Nice try. Nice try, the Jews. <laughs> I'm that's that's what's responsible for everything. Every problem I've ever had and will ever have. There we go. It's back now. Look at that. Jen Steen says for CRJ. Thank you. Thank you, sir. If only I could I wonder why I wonder when that happens. It's straight it doesn't use hasn't uh, happened often until, you know, recently. Last few months, this seems to be an occurrence. Once I see the chat stop moving after a little while, I go, huh, hit refresh, she gone, she gone. And usually the numbers elsewhere spike, so I can see there's a migration. Some people have moved from one area of the audience to another, and I'm like, why'd you leave? Oh, because someone was shitting over there. Someone was shitting under the tables on that side. We had to leave because they were shitting and driving and shitting. Uh, <laughs> Mark Miller Zomp... Mark Miller Zombie says maybe five and a half million, but six, not likely. Come get me, commies. I, I know he's talking about money. I don't know what else he'd be talking about. Those are the only numbers in millions anyone ever ever thinks about in Canada because any other numbers in the millions is just, it's illegal, so we don't think about it. No one even talks about it, nor should they. Camby Dread says if you aren't prepping and growing food, the bees will forsake you. I hope not. If you aren't getting fit and learning new skills, the bees will have vengeance. Why? What did the... Why are the bees threatening us now? They're supposed to be our allies. And what are they, ruling by fear? What is this, Camby? Are they Russian bees? Is this just how they do things? Is this their culture? (laughs) It's got to be done through fear. It's the only way they'll understand, I guess. All right, what else is going on? Mm, I was picking on them. Fire, we got some fires going on that no one's uh, interested in. Speaking of the... Uh, yeah, I don't know where to go with this. This is a weird one. 
I got a lot of shit that I could probably go off about for quite a while, but there's not enough time in a day or in an evening. And I mean, I could go for seven or eight straight hours, but why? No one would listen. It's too much. It's three, three hours is enough as it is. You know, I would really like to get it down to two or something, but that would require a lower standard of mental illness. And let's just face it. That's just never going to happen. All right. Is there a graph or a chart here or anything that looks scary like I can just use for shock? But no. <laughs> According to the report, Fraser Institute's 2023 Consumer Tax Index, which calculated the total tax bill the average Canadian family paid to all levels of government, the average family average family had an income of $106,000. Holy fuck. And paid taxes total, uh, equaling 48000 meaning 43% of their income. Oof. Even here, in 1961, the average Canadian family in- earned an income of 5000 and paid 1675 in taxes. What? 5000 That must be a, per month. Oh, wait. What? Wait a minute now. <laughs> what? In 1961, in just 50 years, are you telling me the average... That, that's how much... Oh, my God. That's how much money they've... That's how much value they've stolen from us that we've had to debase the value of our dollar by that much that the average person was make The average family earned an income of $5,000 in 1961 and in just 50 years that is now $106,000 to pay nearly 50,000 in taxes with an over 10% increase in all tax spending and how much where's that money going why it must be wi-fi right cell phones or something is that why we just got to give more money or else the sky's... If we if we throw enough gold at the sky, the sky will stop being angry, you know? And more importantly, we'll have, again, three-bedroom rental units, three... Th- I mean, bringing in people by the millions, using your money to buy up and build apartment buildings, fill them in with migrants, get paid for that too. You're going to pay them that way too. We're just making these politicians rich hand over fist, aren't we? Aren't we nice? Really nice people. What did I say about Canada earlier? We're just, we're just really nice, right? How's that working for you? How's it working in Chicago? Again, liberal Democrats, very nice, very effeminate, feminine, you know, huggy-feely, they just need to be understood kind of thinking. Cocked thinking. You know, Chicago, otherwise known as Chirac. Nicknamed that by the law enforcement officers that worked there that uh, had also done tours of duty in Iraq and concluded that Chicago is more dangerous than Iraq was in wartime. So anyway, their their plan now is to just, we're going to ask the gang members to stop fighting during daylight hours and said, we have to start somewhere. Yeah, you, you start by uh, getting the National Guard involved. And rounding up all of these known gang members at gunpoint, they can either surrender or die, can capture all of them, and you lock them up, uh, you know, perhaps indefinitely. You know, if you're going to start states of emergency and enact martial law in parts of the world like we have been, 
over, oh, geez, did, did white people honk some horns? Oh, my God, better have martial law. But you can have open gang warfare in the streets of your cities, and that is not worth any kind of serious response, heavy-handed, you know, military involved. That's not worth the response. Really interesting. Well, I think your priorities are fucked up. And I think that this is your plan to, st- to reduce the violence in the city of Chicago by asking nicely the murderous, drug-dealing, human-trafficking gangbangers to stop shooting during the day. I have a feeling like that's not going to be respected very much. I think they're going to laugh at that. And again, uh, like the Russians, they operate on a different mentality, on a different hierarchical structure, and what you've just done is uh, confirm to them that you're weak and that you're soft and you couldn't stop them even if you wanted to. That's what they just read. Congratulations, you've made Chicago more dangerous, not less. Oh, well, maybe you should vote in another liberal Democrat minority or another strong independent whammon who's going to tell you all of the all of the same kind of woke talking points that are going to make you feel good about not being a piece of shit racist. Oh, you know, you don't want that. It's better to have a city that murders itself to death. That's I mean, that's far more desirable than people calling you mean names, isn't it? Lots of progress has been made. Decades of progress. And you see it. It's on display all over America. That's what progress looks like. What other kind of progress? Progressing towards, um, oh, yes, the next, uh, are we going to do the COVID lockdowns again? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this happens again. I have some thoughts on it. And that... um, I really, I just hope they don't. I really hope they don't because if they do, they're going to open the door to something that is going to be very fucking stressful for everybody. I'll just put it that way. That's my prediction. I would, I mean, you're, this, this, try to do this again. If they try to do, and this is the rumor that uh, Alex Jones basically started, but I don't I don't think he started it in the sense that he made it up. I believe him when he says people from the TSA and whoever and so-and-so called him, and they're, the White House updated its website around the coronavirus policy response. There are government contracts for this coronavirus stuff going into 2024, 2025, 2026 in Canada and in America and elsewhere, and they've never, ever committed to ending anything. They just kind of quietly backed off for a while. It's my personal belief that I think that trucker convoy, actually, that, that blew up the Death Star in a way, in a sense. And now we're approaching Empire Strikes Back territory. It caused them some pause. It was a very obvious indication that the temperature of the average person in the in the country in the world because uh, rep, you know, sympathy sympathy convoys were popping up in the united states and brazil in holland and everything it, it really got a lot of people going and um actually shook the boat it caused some some serious fear in a lot of these people so they back they correctly you know were like yeah we gotta lay off now this is what you do you rat the ratchet theory right you're gonna keep increasing pressure until there's signs that it's too much pressure and then you just back it off a little bit and you wait and then you go back to work, um, but we're really near the, <laughs> really near the edge now. And it seems like uh, all right. It's been a little while. Everyone's calmed down. Uh, you know, we did the inquiry into the into the response of everything. It's a, it was all a dog and pony show. Now we're going to go back to work. We're just going to go back to like. Is that really their plan? 
We're just going to go back to like it was 2021 all over again. The convoy never happened. Because in January and December before the convoy, the government and state were openly musing about putting people in camps and separating them from their families and putting them in camps. That was being fucking discussed on national television by the prime minister and others. So, you know, it got a little fucking crazy there. Oh, they just honked for no reason. No, there was lots of reasons. You're insane. And uh, so, allegedly, that's what they're going to do. I I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how hard. <laughs> this is the equivalent. If they do this, and all I know is that the reaction is going to be unpredictable. That's the best I could say. Knowing all the people I know now and the connections and networking and, and uh, you know, I've made and other people have made with me in the... in post-convoy and all of the things that have happened since, the inquiry and all of these different, you know. I have a, I, I feel like I have a, ed, I have an informed opinion on the landscape of the so-called freedom people. Let's put it that way. for, And uh, the result would be unpredictable. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So have fun. I, I wouldn't do it personally. I think it would be, it would be the same. It would be the, it would be the uh, equivalent to like, let's pretend you're the spouse and you're, and you know, your spouse is the government. You're married to the government or you're dating the government in a very serious relationship and you catch the government. You come home and you're like, oh my God, my, the government is, uh, you know, screwing the neighbor in my house. Obviously, there's some very uh, heated exchanges. Some people say some things. Some shit gets broken. Maybe, you know, a lot of emo- a lot of is you know, a lot of people are upset. And then you you know go to shitty fake counseling. Nothing ever really gets resolved. But people kind of generally settle back into the old routine. And uh, after just months and months of being worn down by the bullshit and the excuses and the fighting, you know, and everyone just gets tired of the fighting to the point where you become emotionally exhausted and you go, we're basically just going to carry on like nothing happened now. And that's what we're doing right now. So now this would be the equivalent of like, and you come home again and there they are once again. You got to be fucking kidding me. You know, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Hong Kong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. It wouldn't be good. It would be a very, very poor decision that would have devastating effects on the future of this country, the stability of this country, the safety of a lot of people, um, the livelihoods. Of, it would, you know, further. Do you imagine they do more lockdowns again? Oh my God, dude. And. If they do do it, this is why I think they would do it. They've timed it for an interesting block of time. 
the way that it shakes out, according to the, what people uh, have told Jones and from, again, some of the contracts that are floating around and the rumors and so on, sounds like some pla- – and some places are doing this. Some universities and some other areas have, like, started to, like, bring in the masks again and putting the dividers back up again. People have noticed on some trains and, sh- and stuff. Uh, so we're going to start slowly working this back in, and at first it's going to be like government staff, employees, and, and so on, and then it'll work its way down, then the health services, and then, of course, the education, and then fucking everybody everywhere is doing all the same shit again. And that's going to be culminating. It's going to peak around Christmas time. What else really gets going around Christmas time? Well, Christmas time is flu season. You know, as you say, growing up as kids, you know, I hope we're not sick for Christmas. That's when everybody gets sick generally. When you look at the trends in flu season, you know, it's a seasonal, you know, most of the time when people, if you're going to get sick, you're going to get the flu. It's going to happen in the wintertime uh, when there's a low a vitamin D exposure. Vitamin D deficiency is suspected to play a role in that. Anyway, so naturally, this is just a time of year. It's cold and colder and darker for longer in Canada. People get, and they're indoors. They're not as active. They're not, they're not as, uh, you know, outside as much. They're eating in, you know, it's just, you're generally more unhealthy in the wintertime on average, most people. So they get sick more often, and that's when flu season is. Now, uh, legend has it, some of these pokety pokes may have caused uh, AIDS. You know, uh, autoimmune. Uh, what is it? Autoimmune deficiency syndrome. So you've got an autoimmune deficiency where your immune system sucks, and you eventually just die from getting sicker and sicker and sicker, and then you're just like the flu kills you, right? If we had a bunch of autoimmune compromised people that seem to be getting sicker and sicker and sicker all the time, you guys know, I don't know, just as an aside, this has nothing to do with what I'm thinking about right now, but I have noticed a lot of people that seem to be getting sick and taking time off work for being sick and feeling sick and getting sick a lot more than they ever used to. Anyway, if theoretically, hypothetically, we had a segment of the population, maybe a really big one, that would uh, had some immuno, you know, Im- immune system compromisations happening. Maybe there's maybe there's a spike in death. Maybe there's like a 45% spike in overall death by all-cause mortality, like there is right now. Maybe you have that, and you have a sick, weakened population going into a flu season. You're expecting a spike in deaths that could alarm the shit and scare a lot of people. And so you think, hey, you know what I should do? I should probably just go ahead and uh, get ahead of this and come up with some kind of... Oh, it's COVID. That's what's doing it. Oh, it's long COVID. Oh, and there's a super variant. Yeah, I forgot. A super duper variant. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's a super duper mega ultra kraken BA 270 science numbers. And there's guys in gowns and Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's black and he's a scientist. And he's on TV and he's saying things. And it's all very scary and, and true and believable. And that's that's what's happening. It's it's the super COVID. That yep. Did they buy it? The old wallpaper technique. Is that what we're doing? Oh, this isn't what you think it is. It's something else. What I want to know is, for a sudden shocking 
new on the scene, hot kid in town. 30 and 0 with 30 knockouts. Super variant like this. How did you have contracts and website updates? How did you have all of this in place literally years ahead of time for something? things I think about in the shower. There's no standards in leadership anymore, that's for sure. Anderson Paladin says, wooden doors, I tell you, these goblins in their hall of cost. <laughs> hall of daggers. Apperception says, you seem calmer as of late. No, it's... It, it's like this. I go like this, you know? Sometimes I'm down here, sometimes I'm up here. I don't know what's going on. you got to be careful. I could read something in the next 10 minutes that sends me on to a fucking murderous tirade. A 27-minute mega rant that gets clipped and shared all over ADL fucking affiliated pedophile networks across the globe. It could happen at any time. The people know this. Ask them. At Perception, you're relatively new. Some of these people have been here for years. They're seasoned veterans. They're insane now. They're crazy. Someone could be set on fire in front of them. They wouldn't even blink. <laughs> They're very desensitized. Uh, they say, once the court proceedings have concluded, will you still keep up with the stream? Of course. I was doing this for years before there was ever court proceedings, of course. He says, it's nice to see a community who actually care about Canada and how it used to be. It is, and there's not a lot of it, and that's why they really hate us, and they really don't want us to succeed at anything or have anything or do anything or be anything. and Just be communists. That's what they want. And uh, and we gotta we gotta make sure the bees are happy, or apparently they're gonna come kill us all. According to Camby, you know. Um, oh yes, there was. I, I don't know exactly what's going on. Allegedly, this secret envelope regarding the Coots guys that the Crown is withholding that contains evidence that exonerates them, but they don't. Uh, who? There's some kind of shenanigans like this going on with some secret envelope, or I don't. Anyway, they had to argue about it for days, and then the judge had to go think about it for weeks. And now the judge has said that they will open this envelope, but that won't happen for a while yet, and apparently the judge is on vacation. It's all very confusing. and str- I don't know what's going on. I haven't gotten a proper rundown on this. Um, you get conflicting stories and information from people that don't really understand the legal system. And I'm, I'm not saying I do, but I've had a lot of experience in it the last couple of years. I'm getting a feel for the general process of many different uh ways jury trials lawsuits judge trials fucking indictable you know offenses and summary convictions and all there's many layers there's a whole world of shit going on here which is why you should pay someone to do it for you rather than thinking you could just do brain surgery with no training whatsoever it's probably that like there's that much shit going on you can't just wing this i'm just gonna go to court and wing it I'm going to defend myself against all these insane charges based on, like, I don't know. How hard could it be? <laughs> well, uh, extremely. It can be extremely hard. It's very complicated. There's there's so many things you're not even going to know to think about or notice because you're not aware of it. Anyway, don't know what's going on there, but there's something going on there. And hopefully, you know, we'll find out that soon. Whatever this, whatever this envelope is and whatever's in there and whatever's going on, um, Hopefully somebody will have an update with it by now. But you know who it's not going to be? Probably not Rebel News. (laughs) 
Who knows what else is Rebel News not doing? They're not telling anybody what it, what, what they did with the, the money that uh, was donated. They don't like to answer questions about that, apparently. They just like to slander me and lie about me and then get sued by me <laughs> for doing those things that I told them I would do if they didn't stop what they were doing. And, well, now we'll see what happens. Anyway, those guys are, again, not out on bail because, super de- again, white people are honking horns. It's terrible. But, you know, if you're a camp counselor abusing dozens of kids, you're molesting dozens of kids, dozens of kids, dozens of children, dozens of children. He abused dozens of children. He's allowed out on bail. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he be? Because sexually assaulting dozens of children is far less egregious than white people honking and standing around. That's their evidence. Oh, but I saw a picture. Yeah, interesting about pictures, how they can be fucking bullshit. More on more to come shortly on that. It's the thing about pictures. You can here's the thing. Here's the thing about pictures. Um, if they're if they're like bullshit though, uh, you better hope that nobody hires like forensic, you know, experts that are able to detect fuckery. Uh, and then you've got other kinds of forensic experts that can detect all kinds of different things. It's their job, and uh, so you can hire people like this who can give their professional, unbiased, you know, honest opinion about what they determine uh, something to be or show or be evidence of. So that's a thing people can do. Maybe have done. Maybe are doing. Those are just things, you know, that if you're going to lie, I would probably try and think ahead about something like that. But, you know, when people, a lot of people lie emotionally. They don't even, they do it because they're angry and they're trying to, you know, They've got a scheme. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When you're an amateur anything, don't <laughs> don't expect to do very well at it, you know? I realize I'm using vague, va- veiled language here, and it's probably hard to tell exactly what I'm talking about. That's on purpose. <laughs> Regardless, dozens of kids, a former Mississauga camp counselor accused of sexual... I will soon... In the, in the years to come, months to come, definitely years to come, I'll be able to, I'll tell you all about it. Or maybe I'll just put it in a fucking book. I don't know. It's pretty insane, though. And, uh, again, am I, do I look scared? Oh, yeah, he's got him now. All these charges. He's got all these charges. Yes, look at me go. Look how fucking scared I am and how I fled the country and hid and ran away. Oh, no, I... Just went, just kept doing everything I always did. <laughs> Ooh, we'll put him in jail. See how he likes that. Not very much. Went right back to doing what I was doing. <laughs> oh man, it's been it's been a long couple of years. I think everybody can appreciate. Alexander Clark, twenty six. This guy's twenty six. He has the fucking hairline of a forty year old. You know, gross to look. Again, common common with people that like to touch kids. They're just repulsive to look at. 
Uh, he'll be on house arrest with GPS monitoring. Oh, they can do that for people? Weird. Well, they wouldn't do that for the guys in coots. For you know, considering they had no victims at all, but just dozens and dozens of sexually assaulted children making child pornography. He assaulted dozens of children. He fucked dozens of children and made child porn of it. He's on bail. That's okay. Fucking no risk to the community. It's of the public interest that he be released. This man deserves his day in court. He only has 22 child victims identified. He filmed a six-year-old while the child used the washroom. Oh. 22 victims identified. Had been a camp counselor charged with seven new counts of sexual assault, sexual interference, 11 counts of making child pornography, one count of possessing child pornography, and one count of forcible confinement. Oh, so where's this camp? It sounds good. Camp counselor, huh? MC day camp. This is all just within the last year. Between August of 22 and August of 23. Good. Well, he he should be on bail, right? It's good. It's not like he's a terrorist. It's not like he's fucking David Zegarak, who ran over a pile of people in a fucking Jeep Patriot in an attempted mass murder. Oh, wait. He, no, he's on bail, too. Oh, and he also has child porn on bail. So more pedophiles, more left-wing pedophiles, terrorists, left-wing pedophiles, Never go to jail. They never go to jail. They all get bail, right? Oh, were you a white guy? Were you honking? Are you honking for your heritage? Straight to jail. Straight. You can kill them in jail, you know. Listen, would you take them to jail? Oh, hang on. There's lots of shitting. Okay, is the shitting done? Okay, take them to jail. Do lots of shitting. Shitting on the way to jail. Shitting in the jail. And then put in the news 24-7 in a news cycle about how they are a white supreme. And then the jail will take care of it. Then the native gang members will stab them in jail. They'll kill them in jail. Just keep saying white supreme over and over again. In all of the news stories and the newspapers in the jail, make them famous in the jail. For all the wrong reasons. It's totally not intentional. It's just a, just a, ton, it's just a fun side effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it didn't work, did it? Drug overdoses. Speaking of brilliant left-wing liberal Democrat big brain, I mean, they're so smart and they're so compassionate and tolerant. And they're just better people. And they just are fucking amazing at killing people. They're really good at killing people. Nobody is better at death, ruin, misery, and destruction than communists. No one's better than this. Good thing we've had them running BC for so long. And, you know, with the safe access to safe supply, you know, and just like teaching kids about like how to safely be addicted to narcotics. And it's part of BC's culture now. We want to make sure everybody, I'm, I'm coming out there someday. I'm going to see this for myself. I want to go down to this fucking Hastings Street and go, good God, you know, and just stand in the filth of it and be like, this is, how did it come to this? You know, I need to have that moment. I want CRJ and cam to take me downtown <laughs> where's the stupid shit that's not the right one. Oh, this is taking too long yeah you know just how did it come to this 
we just need to recreate that in downtown Vancouver. I don't I don't imagine that would be very hard. It would probably be you could probably do it on any number of streets, really anywhere. Downtown, fucking front door, dude. <laughs> Driveway. Look, there's a dead person right over there. You know, they're just talking and they're so that's that's led to uh overdoses are now the main increasing driver in youth deaths. More young people are dying now, which is great. And mostly from drug overdoses, which is great. That just goes to show you that, uh, you know, just they need a tolerance and understanding and they need safe supply and they need safe injection sites. And they, they, yes, make it more accessible. Make it easier to get. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Don't fight the dragon. Invite me in. Let me live among you. I can be like you. We can be like each other. We can be multicultural, maybe. I think you should build me a safe injection site. That way I can provide a more normalized appearance among the community. I can make it seem like it's not that big of a deal. It's maybe even more socially acceptable than it used to be. And in this way, I can expand my reach and get more customers, more souls, more blood, and more youth can be vacuumed into the black hole of death that is drug overdoses. <laughs> <clears throat> I meant we need to be more tolerant and understanding and we need to have safe access to safe supply and so on. What's there to argue? I mean, the, the results are in. So what the leading cause of death for teenagers was drug overdoses. That doesn't mean that this pro-drug friendly culture of BC is contributing to the fucking... Bleh. No, that that's that is what it means. Actually, that's what it means. Um, not fighting the problem makes the problem worse, and 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 trying to invite the oh well, we'll just stop resisting, and then it'll then the beatings will stop. No, what 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 a part of this worldly experience do you not understand? Fighting is everything. Refusing to fight is death. Uh, fighting and, and struggling and winning, that, that's that's all there is. You're in a fight for the soul of these people, for the, for the future. You've got this drug scourge, which is not like, it's not popping up out of the ground. This isn't like, they don't grow on, fentanyl's not growing on trees. In fact, it doesn't grow anywhere. It's being made. It's being made by criminal kingpins and drug traffickers in an industry worth billions of dollars. I'm talking big-time pieces of shit. I mean Jeffrey Epstein-level pieces of, of garbage that should probably be hunted and destroyed systematically, like Rainbow Six. That was my favorite video game as a kid, because I loved the idea, because it was like Batman, but more realistic. You know? Um, short version, you know? Rainbow Six sounds gay. It is a gay name. However... It was a, it was a, a essentially a secret doesn't exist level black ops unit of people from literally anywhere in the world anybody that was good enough to be there will take you you know and they went around just fucking finding garbage and getting rid of it you know I'm like that's cool that would be awesome like a super terrifying force of darkness you never see coming that is just looking for pieces of shit like Jeffrey Epstein to fucking waste you at any time anywhere there's no and like. 
Governments have secret agreements, and they're not even like, mm, I never saw them, never heard of them, don't know what you're talking about. It's like a supernatural force just runs around killing bad guys all the time, and, and you know, you get killed, it's plausible deniability. Oh, I don't know who that guy was, Never, you don't have no identity. It's cost of doing business, it's part of the job, you know? You're not doing it for the glory, you're doing it so you can kill pieces of shit and make the world a better place. You go to the dragon where he lives in his lair, and you stab him in the face. That's our mentality. And I'm like, I, I dig this. 16-year-old me really digs this idea. Is this a thing? Could I join? Is this something I could do? Or, or is, is anybody really? Oh, this is just fictional? That sucks because this could really be awesome. I, I would get in on this. I would definitely contribute to that group collaboration effort. It was just guys from like all over the place, you know, Germany, Russia, Canada, America, Green Berets, Navy SEALs, fucking SAS commandos, Australian fucking guys, Italian, do anybody. Just do a world's collection of like the top killers. <laughs> like, so you guys want to fucking kill some terrorists and child traffickers and th- oh, absolutely. You know these warlords and these compounds, all these gun- you know cartel members and all of this. It's like, yeah, that's gonna come kill you. Batman's coming for you, and they've got like an unlimited budget. And they anyway, that's one way. That's that's fighting the problem. They don't want to fight the problem. Just kneel and hope it goes away. It doesn't go away. It gets worse. These these drug kingpins are pushing this into the country with their, you know, soldiers, essentially, inflicting this upon your people, bringing it into your country, which causes... Well, lots of police resources to be used on this that otherwise should be used on problems we, you know, already had. Now we're getting new problems, like a fentanyl crisis that didn't used to be something. Now we got to waste time on that. On the deaths and the hospital costs and the EHS co- or whatever they call them in different places of, of Canada, emergency responders, the violence that it causes, the, all of this, all of this, we have to fucking put up with it because these people are too cowardly to confront this problem at the root and round these people the fuck up and get them off our streets. This is, bi- and Ferry nailed this when he talked about it. He's absolutely right. This is biological warfare. This is chemical warfare. This shit is so dangerous that just touching it can kill you. And people are bringing it into the country to give to our fucking children under 18. The number one cause of deaths for those aged 10 to 18 was illicit drug toxicity. So these pieces of shit are murdering the the fucking apple of your people, which is your children, killing them all. And you're like, ah, better not rock the boat, boy. Guts to go along to get along, boy. Don't want to be right. Ra- Holy fuck! They're not. No. Ah, uh, well, they. Ha- it's the legal system, and they have a and rebe- legal. Si- fuck! Declare war legitimately. Like what you're doing. This isn't. You're not selling weed in a parking lot. You're not even selling cocaine in a fucking bathroom at a nightclub. This is like. And and like, well, you don't know who these people are. You don't know how it's getting. Oh, you have no idea. I don't know how it's getting in here. If this was fucking anthrax. You'd be having a uh, pretty, probably different response to it. But people don't like to party with anthrax. And rich people aren't getting rich off of anthrax. And tons of our elected officials aren't all drug addicts themselves. So I guess that's why they don't treat it like anthrax. They should. 
I agree with Ferry on that one. Reclassify. These, this shit isn't drugs anymore, dude. Look what's happening. Drugs is like, uh, I'm getting high a lot and ruining my life. Not instant death. That's that's chemical. Those are chemical weapons, bro. That's elite, That's war. This is chemical warfare. We're being terrorized literally all over the country. No one is sticking up for the people of this country. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem right there. We are doormats. I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm tired of it. I don't like doing this, but I have to because nobody else fucking wants to. Nobody's interested. Very fucking few people are interested in sticking up for the people that live here because I see them all over the place. They're getting drowned to death because buffoons can't be bothered to manage their fucking infrastructure properly. And they, do they get confronted about this? Does anybody? No, they get away with it. The police are presiding over mass murders. People are being killed all over the place. Terrible response. Their fucking hands are all over this. What do they do? They promote themselves and ignore all the problems and run away and hide and pretend nothing happened. How many? How much destruction of property now, man? Look at the, like look. Check this out. Trying to fill up the, the uh, if Somebody on uh, Facebook or Instagram could tell me how to fucking why there's no water in the water hydrant. Yeah, you're gonna tell me it's because of power. It's possible, but Come I'm, on, I'm very very suspicious. So this is a couple of Canadian guys trying to save their property and their own thing, trying to deal with this fi- these fires. And the fire department isn't helping them because that would be crazy. And the fucking water... <laughs> the- Everybody everywhere is getting run the fuck over. Get- paying through the goddamn nose, through their nostrils, to- just to live. Just to-, to live on ramen noodles and have the privilege of living in downtown Toronto to fall asleep to the soothing nighttime sounds of Ambulances, firecrackers, guns and police sirens, and the occasional scream for help. Who is sticking up for any of these fucking people? Nobody anywhere. What are you saying? Hi, guys. Hi, Paul. What are you up to? Give me money. 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 I'm going to give you two fuck yous like that. How's that fit with you? Does that fit in your fucking breast pocket? Why don't you charge that rent? was so nice I got you too. <laughs> Fuck you, man. This is outrageous. There are so many mind-numbing, fucked-up things going on right now. I could not keep track of them all. If my life depended on it, I would not be able to keep tabs on all of it. I would need a team of pe- I would need a staff of like a dozen fucking people around the clock just to keep track of all of the different levels of absolutely mind-boggling level of fucking complete cowardice, negligence, embezzlement, thievery, bribery, backstabbing, deception, lies, perjury. Like, my God, man. We've the, the it's I can't believe the lights are still on at this point. The quality of the people in the most important positions in this country is so low that the effects that we're going to suffer because of it I don't I don't probably we're probably not going to survive as a country. I don't think it's possible. That's how fucking bad it is. And none of them anywhere are sticking up for any of these people. Never mind these kids. These kids, because they're too scared. 
A lot of the fentanyl comes from China, by the way. Don't want to upset them. They don't even want to talk about these fucking secret police stations they have operating all over the country. What the hell are you talking about? Secret police stations? I'm sorry, where is this? Oh, this is in Canada. Where is China? All right, the other side of the world. Burn those places down. (laughs) Metaphorically. Do whatever you got to do, but I want them gone today. Where do we know where they are? Grab everybody. Take whoever you need. I don't give a shit who's giving out traffic tickets today. Fuck that. Get everybody you can. All of these places that we've already identified, we know where they are. Arrest them all. Grab them all. Find out how big and how many of these fucking things are. I don't care what other methods you have to find, whatever you got to use to get this information. Find out where they are. And I want all of them gone, shut down, no longer operating, and these people deported back to China by fucking Friday. Go. Do it now. What is, what is there to talk about? Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's not... There's a fucking, uh, and, you know, an agitator country operating secret clandestine operations, secret police inside our country, meddling with our elections, influencing our politics, jailing, you know, seek, what, what are you talking about? I'm sorry, do we, do we have jurisdiction over our own home or don't we? Are we in control of this place or aren't we? Can anybody anywhere offer a fucking clue, a glimmer of hope that maybe you're not completely fucking bought, sold, and cucked out? Is that even possible? I doubt it. Do I need to play the video again? Let's let's check in on the deputy leader of the conservative party, by the way. I know I've played this before, but it popped up again recently, and it's worth uh, remembering since there's an election coming. Well, there's some political parties now saying, Melissa, that they want to have this as a steady thing, the, you know, the minimum income. Well, you know what? I actually do uh, somewhat agree with that. And there's a conservative position on this. The universal income benefit, the thing... She says she somewhat agrees with it and then goes on to enthusiastically agree with it for two minutes. ...that you're talking mm-hmm. about where you're giving people a living wage, that's... This is communist rhetoric. This is called the universal basic income. This is a central plank of communism. It makes people dependent on the state. And uh, people grow accustomed to this income that they get. And this income is going to be contingent on some things in the future. Like how good of a boy you're being. And uh, it's going to incentivize people to act right. That's the fucking point. And uh, the second aspect of this is that it's going to bankrupt the living shit out of this country. Let's say 20 million. 20 million. Let's say half the country qualifies for this. 20 million people. And they're going to give you not much because we're broke and this is laughable. But let, let's even say it's it's $2,000 a month, which wouldn't cover any. That's your living wage, which is laughable. It's not enough to cover fucking anything. You'll die. But that's what they'll give you. $2,000 a month. That's your living wage. You know how much money that is? Multiply $20 million by 2000 That's how much money we're going to spend a month on this brilliant, big brain, conservative, fiscally responsible idea. I think I did the math earlier. And based on 40 million Canadians, obviously not everyone in the country would get it. And who knows what the real number would be. But just for the sake of, you know, two, two, two grand a month for 20, 40 million people, $80 billion a month. A month. So forty billion a month. The entire military budget is thirty-six billion dollars. By the way, so this livable wage is we need to pay for the entire military every single month. So people at Starbucks have enough money. The people that work at Starbucks can have a little more money to afford 
extra ramen noodles and not get evicted maybe a year or two longer than they otherwise would have been as we circle the drain and spiral into complete fucking total destruction. Please go ahead and explain this brilliant concept one more time. I know I'm sorry I cut you off, gay Jewish rooster rooster, uh, lady, but uh, I'm really, you know, dual passport. Again, reasons we don't know. A steady thing, you know, the minimum income. Well, you know what? I actually do uh, somewhat agree with that. And there's a conservative position on this. The universal income benefit, the thing that you're talking Mm -hmm. about, where you're giving people a living wage, that's going to come. And it could be that by a different name. Doesn't sound very conservative to me. I actually think conservatives can own this because you know what it does do? It does take uh, government out of the mix. You know what else conservatives have owned lately while this fucking clown has been around? Transgenderism, drag queen story time for kids, gender bending, genital mutilation, uh, the government taking the parental rights of children away, all of that stuff. They voted for it. And guess what? Conservatives fucking totally like own that now. They like own it of a bunch of means-tested programs uh, thrown out of Ottawa by a bunch of bureaucrats and gives everybody that, that, that thing that they need to get back to work, and we put, you know, we, we put that onto people. Wow. Listen to this idea, guys. She, they're going to get rid of all the programs and all the things and then give that stuff to the people for things so they have what they need to, to go. Really? Okay, so it sounds like you're really, your fucking scrambled eggs, hamburger goulash brain there is trying to say something like there's too many, like, bureaucracy, government programs that can be cut, and then through that offset the cost of a, well, you did hear me say it would be $40 billion a month. How, what range of spending is these government programs we're talking about here, Roosterhead? And I'm not kidding. She shaved the side of her head. Like that's that's why it wasn't. I didn't make that up. That's unironically how she's chosen to appear in public all the time. And this is her plan. This is her financial plan. This is the real person in charge of the conservative party. By the way, um, some people might say, "Well, why? Why would you think that?" I'm like, "Well, because it's all her ideas and all her things coming out of his mouth, and uh, she seems to make all the important decisions, and you know, for other reasons that." Uh, may come up someday but (laughs) anyway you were saying i was learning so much uh and we believe in them and we try to get them out of poverty how are future governments going to pay for that well, well that's, because we that I think the revenue's any, in though. I think that any government that wants to bring this forward is a government that's going to need a mandate from the people because I don't think the liberals have the mandate to do that in Ottawa right now. I don't think that uh, any party necessarily has a mandate to spend into the future the way that they've been spending during this pandemic. Absolutely. So, what's our economy going to be like? What? Okay, wh- that in Ottawa right now. I don't think that uh, any party necessarily has a mandate to spend into the future the way that they've been spending during this pandemic. No, no. Before this, what the hell did she say? Work, and we put, you know, we we put that onto people, uh, and we believe in them, and we try to get them out of poverty. How are future governments going to pay for that? Well, well because we that the revenue's any, in though. I think that any government that wants to bring this forward is a government that's going to need a mandate from the people because I don't think the liberals have the mandate to do that in Ottawa right now. I don't th- How are you going to pay for this? Other people don't have the guts to do it. But you do? And how are you going to You didn't answer the question at all. They're oh, 
think that uh, any party necessarily has a mandate to spend into the future the way that they've been spending during this pandemic. Absolutely. So what's our economy going to be like? What you know, what terrible, terrible, Mr. Magoo. I have no idea who this guy is, but I do appreciate his glasses and bow tie. He looks like a fun character. He looks like a silly guy, but he also is kind of serious at the same time. You know, it's disarming. He's friendly. He might be a serial killer. He, this could be a move to throw people off to the bodies he's got in the basement. I really have no idea. I will say the endless painting of what appear to be rabbit heads on the side of the wall is kind of alarming. I hope that this was given to him by perhaps a child or a relative or his daughter maybe drew them for him. Maybe she's got a thing with rabbits and he's not some kind of creepy psycho and this is not some kind of you know low down kind of gang sign to to other you see what the internet's done to my brain i mean i just you know you gotta be yeah hey they're out there you gotta be worried about everything all the time now <laughs> to governments be doing to funnel people to the jobs i mean you know i mean we've seen government federal government right now picking and choosing companies that's not going well no that's not going well it never goes well of course i think the government needs to invest in actual people in in uh, in skills in making sure that we're ready for whatever the economy looks like because we saw that you know we closed our doors and this affected adversely sort of the 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 lowest wage jobs the procure uh, the proc okay first of all the doors never close we have the most wide open migration in the world per capita by fucking far it's not even close americans are like oh yeah right no per capita ours is like fucked something like five times more out of control than the united states and uh what was the other thing she said that was equally insane i should have paused it then please that's not going well no all right not going well. It never goes well. Of course. I think the government needs to invest in actual people. In, in It needs to invest in actual people. And they need to have, like, skills so that we're, like, ready and the economy is, like, totally dope and stoked and, and lit. These, these aren't... They have no idea what they're talking about. None. What do you mean? In what skills specifically? Nuclear power? Are we... Forestry? What do you mean? What skill? What, what are you talking about? These aren't answers to anything. And people accept it. Because like, well, that's what she said. I asked her and she answered at the end. Like, stop. Do you understand what she said? Do, do you now have a clear understanding of what they intend to do? And you're like, okay, I understand. No, literally no one does because no one asks them real questions. Or if they do, they let them get away with these communist gobbledygook non-answers and they don't follow it up at least this guy did a little i don't know again who this is he's like oh, it sounds this doesn't sound very conservative you know it super duper isn't in fact it's a fucking communist idea it's a far left idea it's an antithesis idea to anything resembling a stable nation state with a middle class and it much more resembles serfdom and that's the point in, uh, in skills, in making sure that we're ready for whatever the economy looks like. Because we saw what? that, you know, we closed our doors and this affected adversely sort of the... the well, the problem was you didn't. No one did and, and still isn't. And there's millions of fucking people every year. The lowest wage jobs, the, preca uh, the precarious yep. labor. Uh, and we got to figure out how to get people out of that trained up into whatever a new economy looks like a digital economy a delivery economy whatever it is what? we gotta get them trained up into whatever the new economy looks like when are you gonna find out what that is are you gonna get an issue from economy magazine 
It's going to tell you, coming up next on Canada's economy, how it's transitioning into a pizza delivery economy. That's the fucking economy it's transitioning into, is the, I do OnlyFans at night and I deliver pizzas during the day. I'm a 28-year-old female in Toronto. Please help. That's your fucking economy. Oh, and I can't pay rent, so I have to jerk off the landlord every week, every Friday. He makes me come over and do it. There's, fuck, there's stories all over the internet, man. It's gross what's going on out there. But let's let's find out. Maybe, maybe. A digital, what the fuck is a digital economy? These are just empty buzzwords. I mean, these people are this. They're as fake as they fucking get. As fake as they get. And I don't bother picking on the liberals because there's no point. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows the liberals suck. Everyone knows they're liars. Everyone knows they're scum. We all know that. Why would I waste any fucking time? There's no blind spot there. We know they're the enemy. They're never going to try. It's never going to happen. There's nothing to worry about. Who cares? These people, on the other fucking hand, they're also the enemy. These fake conservatives are the enemy. And no, far too few people understand that. And because of this blind spot and because of this weakness, we can't get anywhere. We can't gain any traction. And we're going to get the libs out. This is the libs. The, oh, well, we're going to change the paint on the door. It's going to look better. You're putting the same, this, this spirit, this energy, all of that is going to the exact, it's the same thing. The exact this person's going to be running the country essentially. All of this fake gay nonsense, buzzwords, focus testing crap. Who do you think? Where is wardrobe ideas and stuff are coming from? I wonder who. This is who's going to take over. So this is a waste of time, obviously. Oh, but we gotta get the libs out. Dude, you're changing a flat tire with a flat tire. I'm trying to stop you from changing a flat tire with a flat tire, and you're fighting me. So I'm like, all right, fucking put on a flat tire and see what happens. Nothing. Oh, geez, it's still dragging the rim of my. Yes. Yes, it is. Exactly the same situation you just left. The only difference is there'll be about a six to eight month. Um, honeymoon period where people are still kind of riding the high of getting the libs out where they think that somehow eight month, maybe 12, 8 to 12 months later that will be over and it will be painfully clear that nothing is going to change at all. These people are every bit as disgusting, reviled, loathsome, cowardly, worse so actually than the people they just replaced. And in this environment, with these weak people, these liars, these double-crossers, these double-talkers, they talk out of both sides of their mouth, none of it's ever true, even rarely than it being true, does it even make sense? These are the people who are going to be in charge when the circus tent collapses, when the mortgages explode, when the cost of living, you know, the rug comes out from under people, as the millions pile into this country and inevitably break the healthcare system, they break the housing, it just, it's going to get worse, worse and worse and worse and worse, and this is what's going to take the helm of the ship, and you think that's a good idea, and you're going to get mad at me for explaining to you why the fuck it isn't, you just don't want to be wrong! Can you just admit that? Just admit that for me. Just admit that you just don't want to be wrong. You're emotionally invested in PP and getting the libs hurt, and you don't like to feel stupid. Well, I'll tell you a story. I don't blame you. 
I don't like to feel stupid either. No one does. However, if you're going to be a man, you have to acknowledge when you're wrong and you have to know when you've genuinely, yep, that was bad information. It is what it is. Adapt and adjust and move on and, you know, change your shit and do better next time. That's all you can do. But that's uncomfortable. It's like uh, it's like growth. It's like when a caterpillar goes in a cocoon, comes out as a butterfly and gay. That's a very gay metaphor. I shouldn't have used that. I don't know why I used that one. I've never thought about metamorphosis came to mind and, you know but it's it, it can be painful to do it's it's not something that just happens you know and they don't want to do it they don't want to go through this growth st- so they're just like oh no i'm just going to stay in this childlike binary of get the libs out get the cons out get the libs out get the cons out, forever and ever and ever and ever and just ignore the real problem because that way i'll never have to feel uncomfortable about anything so you'd rather be stupid the rest of your life than feel uncomfortable. That's interesting. And you can tell by looking at them. A lot of them are fat, obese, gross. And it's like, yeah, I can tell you don't. You can't stand to be uncomfortable. That's what I see when I see you. You can't stand to be uncomfortable. It's not something you can do. It's not something you're willing to point yourself through. You're probably very mentally weak. Just an observation. I'm just being honest. I'm just telling you what people are going to think of you when they see you. That is something that they will think. Um... But there is another angle to this that, I mean, I'm not going to be able to change this. You know, I can barely do this myself most of the, most of the time. It's very hard not to lose my shit, lose, you know, not lose your temper, but when people kind of like, boink, boink, you know, open their eyes in the matrix for the first time and realize there's a problem. Um, you remember the movie? You remember when, uh, you know, they haul him out of the tube and, uh, you know, he kind of comes to and there's a bunch of people around and they're like, okay, now don't freak out, man. Like they're trying to, they're trying to, okay, come at him very carefully, right? Because that's what you have to do. You don't just, uh, you know, he, what's going on? Oh, you don't fucking know about this Everyone's yelling at them. They're like, I literally have no idea what's going on. I just, and they immediately retreat back into the, and they don't care, right? Most people aren't born knowing about anything that's going on. And those of us that do, there is a tendency. I don't I don't know why exactly. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about why, but I know that it exists for for there to be like this kind of elitism over people like, "Well, I knew about this longer than this person and I knew this that." They say that a lot, right? "I knew about this back in blah, blah, blah. like it's some kind of fucking accomplishment." It's not. Um because it could have been never in fact, it's almost luck that you did find out. And you should you should humble yourself before that because the entire system that uh, allegedly, if you're fighting against it like the rest of us are, is designed so that people don't find out. It's set up that way. So when everyone's going around like, I can't believe these fucking... And I'm, I'm saying it, I, I, every bit of this to me is, is every one of you because I do it too. I'm trying to collectively like, you know... Remind me when I do this, you know, next time as well, right? When you just come aboard these people, it's like, how are they supposed to, why should they know? The entire thing is set up for them not to know. In fact, people are jailed for talking about the truth and hidden away and deleted, deplatformed. It goes, works in overdrive to suppress, contain, and hide the truth about the world from everybody all the time. And sometimes it even will fucking kill you for doing it, for just trying to tell people the truth. So, uh, I don't know why some of us are still walking around like, I can't believe people don't know what's going on. 
No, you're like, congratulations, you escaped. You know? And no, they're not going to know. Why would they? I think it started the other night, uh, a few weeks ago, somebody was talking about uh, RFK. And it's like, well, doesn't he know? He must know. He must. Well, why would he? Just because you think he is who he is? Like, his mom sat him down and she knew all the ins and outs of what's going on and explained everything to him and... You know, other people, or you know, maybe they were tired of getting their family assassinated. You know, three, two of them, both brothers and JFK Jr. all wiped out, right? Maybe, you know. And the guy was a, a drug addict for a while. He's a per, he's a human being. Then he was a lawyer doing environmental stuff. He's fighting these big, you know, companies for polluting the Hudson River and all this guy. He has a life. He's got things going on. He's trying to get laid like everybody else. So, what what would have come up? In this system designed to hide the truth and wall and you know narrow everybody in with blinders on, so they never really go too far off the reservation. What would have come across his path that he would have went, oh, and then went down the hole and figured out? In fact, that doesn't happen to most people, and most people don't even have the time. There's so many distractions, and you know, kind of using these things against them now. A lot of people. That's why they're trying to control the internet. A lot of this information is proliferating faster than it ever has. But before this, like, do you really think RFK is on 4chan? Like. Where do you, when, how, why, you know, and I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying these areas of the internet where you're going to find wacky, wild, crazy information, but sometimes alarmingly accurately true, you know, like you're not better than people because you know about it. You're just luckier. Um, but then there's other people that I, I'm talking about the, the genuinely naive, ignorant don't know what's going on, have no reason to, no one's ever warned them, they've never seen any signs or symptoms or clues because it's been designed. But it's getting harder to ignore now, isn't it? So, I don't know. I just th- I think there should be more humility to it because I think it drives people away when, you, when you're really vicious and aggressive with them and, and mock them and put them down and act like they're stupid and all this stuff because they didn't know. I didn't know until I was like 26. You know, you fucking, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did your feelings get hurt? Were you, did you feel ins- did I make you feel stupid? How fucking stupid did you think I felt after finding out what Afghanistan was really for? Like year fucking five years after the fact, by the way. I'd already made a whole career out of this. You know, I'm fucking around and you know trying to get into special forces units and all that. And then I and then you oh geez, D- darn, don't I feel silly? Now, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have done any of this. So, I don't know. I think you'd have more success converting people if you were a little less mean about it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes. But then on the other hand, I, I have had a tremendous amount of success getting through to people and getting you know messages out and so on by doing the exact opposite, by being absolutely ruthlessly, totally fuck your feelings, I don't care, you're retarded, uh, this is what's going on. So, yeah. It depends on the mood I'm in, I guess. I just, today, maybe I'm, oh, it got all dark. When I bring up this, look at that. What's going on? Is this powerful? Is this draining the lights out of the room? It's because the stupid camera's got like an auto filter to make it light and dark. I'm having way too much fun with this for it to make sense. Let's move on. We're almost done. Roosterhead's going to talk some more. Probably she's going to say Slava or send more money to Israel or something. Economy, a delivery economy, whatever it is. Right. A delivery economy. I'm, 
I wonder if she knows how dumb that sounds. She's probably trying to paraphrase, like, because a lot of these industries are going to disappear. In the future, I think it's, I could see a future where relatively soon, with less than 10 years, maybe less than seven years, I mean, <laughs> what the last two, three years has taught us is that they, things can move fucking fast and never be the same again. And this is the second event like that in the world I've lived through. I lived through 9-11. I was 16 when that happened around there. And, uh, and now this, like things can just all of a sudden go from zero to crazy overnight and they never really go back to normal after that. They just kind of, this is the new normal. This is what happens. I can see them, th- there's going to be, like there'll be Walmarts and basically giant distribution centers near city areas city city states and so on big giant warehouses where people work may or maybe just robots work there and uh you just buy whatever you need through this and it gets delivered to you by robots um automated uh, ai driven uh delivery vehicles will just bring you whatever you need there's no reason for you to actually go to a store anymore it just comes to you we'll drop it right off to your house you pay through everything over the phone through your uh, central bank digital currency that you use your, uh, you confirmed your ID digitally with the central uh, digital ID fucking government of Canada app. And you paid with your, you know, empire (laughs) shekel credits and you got delivered your fucking whatever sex toy it is you bought from Amazon. That's probably how it's going to work in a very short time. More to that. Millions and millions of people coming in, or at least a million every year. I think the real number is probably higher than that. And um, they're not high skill workers. They're n- these are not. Oh, they're all doctors and engineers and scientists. No, they're not. Most of them, the vast majority of them, are low skill workers that barely sp- or don't speak English. Uh, you know what jobs they can do? All of the jobs they could do are going to be wiped out by automation and AI in the next five to ten years. So what are they going to be doing when they're here? Besides living in hotels, paid for by us, while they, you know, take over the trucking industry, which is also going to be taken over by AI. So, you know, I don't think a lot of people are thinking too far ahead anymore. And, um, I mean, call me crazy, but I feel like that's a problem. Are are governments capable of doing that? They haven't been capable uh, yet, but I do believe that this pandemic has forced us to think way faster. uh, And we... (laughs) Didn't force you to think way smarter or harder. That's for sure. We're way more nimble, and we did the work. The government did the work with 25% less people working there, and they did it faster and better than before. And I'll, I'll Did what? The terrible delivery of services, the record high amounts of deaths and overdoses and suicides and crushed businesses and destroyed lives, divorces, teen overdoses, suicides, children's deaths miscarriages abortions uh you know needle neonatal death loved ones separated from their other loved ones as they die alone behind plastic sheets in hospitals the constant downward degradation of our police and security state the fucking exploding cost of living contributing to the mental health crisis etc over half the country is mentally ill most people in this country are on multiple prescriptions what what, what did you do again with all this tax money and we did it. Did what? Are you are you ex- are you enthusiastically claiming responsibility 
for this absolute fucking dumpster fire in which we all reside. Are you unironically going to sit there next to a bunch of creepy serial killer type paintings of rabbits and tell me that thank goodness we, as in the government of Canada, did it? Referring to, to, the, to this... Um, I, I don't, uh, I don't really know how to feel about this. I mean, the Dunning-Kruger is... What kind of revolutionary sentiment do you think they'll be in the future? We don't know. We'll have to prepare for what kind of revolutionary economy that will be. Will it be a digital revolution? Will it be a honking revolution? We just don't know. I'm so glad these people are in charge. It's going to go well. It's going to be fine. Thank you very much. It says money for super wild, crazy, unbelievable dissident stuff. I know, it's crazy. It's martial law every day over here. Send the jackboots! Send Andrew Nixon, he's my favorite. This is what he listens to when he's trampling women on his horse. He has notifications on his phone that show up every time a skull gets crushed underfoot like a grape. He's a hero. He's going to get the Order of Canada. <laughs> ride quickly! What's this? What the hell was Gandalf's horse named in Lord of the Rings? Something Fax? I don't know. Snorlax? I don't know what the hell the stupid horses was named. I just made a joke about it to Ferry the other day, and I can't remember. Uh, it was the horse. It was the white horse, and it's like fucking the best horse. Something fa- I don't know. Kevin? No, it wasn't Kevin. Shadow facts. Thank you, Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> McOyve. I'm sorry. I thought. It's like, aren't you dead? Oh wait, is he? What happened to him? Yeah, they. No, wait. They lethal injected him, but did they? Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole conspiracy theory about Timothy McVeigh that doesn't. There's sm- there's something there. There's some there's some shenanigans going on. Uh, I'm definitely gonna you know I'd refer you to James Corbett of CorbettReport.com for that uh, that whole interesting tale. He he he'll tell you a whole bedtime story about Timothy McVeigh. It's very interesting, and uh, you're just gonna sit there and be like, I don't know what to I don't know what to think about that. That's fucking very alarming, and I'd be like, I know. Now you just gotta live your life with that information now, man. I just realized that voice I'm doing, it sounds kind of like John C. Riley. <laughs> his head, his stupid fucking curly bulbous head. He looks like, he looks like he had a career, again, boxing. He's just been beat up a million times. 
He's not a good-looking guy, but he's doing good. You know, he's made a lot of money. Very funny. Good actor. Good for him. But hey, you know, I can't do it again now. I had it for a second and I lost it. Now you just gotta like live your what? No, no, it's gone for a moment in time. For like a bar, I had it. I can't do it. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I used to work on these. I used to like try to do them and I'd like study people's voices and try to, you know, now I just don't, I don't care. (laughs) You used to be better at stuff. Yeah, well, I used to try harder. So there. And perception thinks I'm calming down. I think I'm just getting, I think I'm just going insane. I think that's all that is. I think you should be very, very concerned. Uh, Chelsea says they have to activate the CERN machine to Mandela the crown envelope contents. That's right. They do. They might need to feed it. In. Maybe they'll have to send it to Switzerland to tell us what it says. Well, only Satan himself can open this this envelope. Ah, uh, we have to get authority from our chief commander. We have to send it to hell for Satan's personal inspection and see if it can be unsealed. Richard Payne says, "I went to that school and that summer camp as a kid." No. <laughs> private school run by penny-pinching grabblers, he says. They didn't ask questions because the guy worked for free. Oh, my God. That's a fucking red flag. Hey, can I work at your summer camp for kids? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, we can't really pay you. Oh, that's okay. I'll work for free. I just really like kids. I just, As a grown man, I just want to be around kids a lot. I see. That's not normal. Yeah, that's strange. Especially to not be even paid. You're just for free. You're going to volunteer all your time, all summer, as a grown man, because you get that much enjoyment out of being around young, prepubescent children. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to red flag. I'm going to red flag on the field in the name of all men here. I'm throwing a card. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I'm calling that one, guys. Sorry. I didn't plan this. I just realized I'm holding something red in my pocket. <laughs> didn't I do this in another stream? I threw this fucking... F- fucking flag on the field! That's what this is. That's why men have these. This is a secret code. Oh, yeah, I fucked it all up. I can't fold this up with one hand. Fucking just... It's all fucked up now! Oh, just fucking stay in there. Whatever. <laughs> That's why men have those. So we can secretly signal to each other. Back in the old days, when women still used to iron pants and shirts before the fall of civilization. And that's what we've identified was the key. Once that stopped happening. You know, when the guys were out, you know, guy brings over his girlfriend, oh, meet Sally. And we'd be like, you know, it's not good. Red flag, dude. No good. No good. He brought out the red pocket square. This bitch has got to go. She's fucking stealing money. She's asking for money from all the... <laughs> She's asking all of our friends for money. For all the same reasons. Dozens of them. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you just uh, you just let nature take its course. I need both hands. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'm getting OCD about this stupid fucking square now. What's wrong with the kind of fabric is this? Who made this? And why do I have this? Who cares? I'm lucky I'm even wearing a shirt. 
Whatever. That's all fucked up too, but I've got work to do. Can't be fucking giving this much of a shit about a square in my pocket that doesn't even... It's just there to signal that bad women are nearby. That's the only... We invented a whole pocket and a whole system of men's fashion just to alert other men to fucking shystery women are afoot. Trust me, it's not... Ne- is that really necessary? Yes, it is! Talk to men! Is it really fucking... You're being so dramatic. I'm being dramatic. We have to do it like this with the pocket square. If we, God forbid, anybody say anything out loud, holy fuck, then you'll see some hysterical nonsense. It has to be like this. It has to be an unspoken communication system of symbolism or else all hell breaks loose. All right, what the hell are we talking about? Schools being run by pedophiles. Of course, the the usual. (laughs) The, The usual stuff. Yeah, so anyway, you know, you want to work around kids all day for free, all summer, when normally most other men are trying to either make money or use the money they got to go spend it on avenues to find women. That's pretty, that's like universally the standard, and it's like, no, I don't want to be around kids all day for free. I just covered this. I'm not going to bring it out again, because then we'll have to go through another 15-minute explanation about where pocket squares come from. And it'll be different than the last one, because I just make it up as I go. Because I'm a crazy person. Jen Steen says, trust me, when you visit Vancouver, you want the Dr. Jen Stein tour. I, I'm, I do, but I'm not like, I'm not pumped about it. It's, it's going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be disturbed. I know that. Um, but it's something I know that I have to do. So it's, it is what it is. You just, you just got to face it head on. You know, you don't want to be a conservative about it and then not acknowledge the Jen Steen question. And just when someone says, "What? what's this about Genstein and his blood farm? And you go, when we have enough permits, we can build more houses for more migrants, and then everyone can be Genstein. Well, I'll be Genstein. A Genstein is a Genstein is an Indian. What? Does it matter? They're politicians. They're not supposed to make sense, bro. You just don't understand. You're just not fucking high-level intelligent like they are. Okay. You're just, you're not even wearing a suit, bro. That guy's wearing a suit, bro. And she shaved off half her head. And she she's like, I'm rocking it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to blindly accept anything they fucking say. Okay? You got a good thing going here, man. Don't fuck this up for the rest of... I almost had it again. Oh, it's, it's in there. It's somewhere. Oh, it's hard. You guys understand what this is like. Do an impression of a, hey, hey, make your, make your voice sound like a totally different person's voice. Oh, yeah, sure. One second. Let me just. <laughs> Is it working? Um, Richard Payne says, the Stephen LeDrew, former president of the Liberal Party of Canada, was a CP24 broadcaster on in Toronto. He was fired for appearing on Tucker Carlson and is supposedly based now, I guess. Interesting. Former liberal. But like I said, man, just because like you've seen a lot of it with this Anthony Oliver guy too and it's like that's not even his real name. It's like there's tons of musicians they use fake names. It's fu- gee, fuck Christ. The guy made a song two weeks ago. Relax. And you're freaking out that he's not super ultra mega based fucking why would he be? Why would he be? 
Stop expecting stop expecting everyone you meet that has one take that might resemble reality to be like, this person must also know everything that I know. We're best friends now. And then have an incredibly ridiculous schizo reaction when they don't. And then insist they're the problem. Come on, man. The guy made a song. Good song. Right on. Carry on. That's it. I haven't said anything else, anything else about it since I heard it. It's been two weeks, and there's still people spinning around, like, like looking into this guy's life. Like, what are you doing? Get any, get back. I need a cane. I need one of those sheep cane. I'll just, I'll just wield this like a wand, but an actual hook to grab people around the neck and then bring them. No, get back here. Get back here. What are you doing? You're going off the reservation. Next thing you know, you're going to be talking about the merits of universal basic income. Godzilla says the rooster head gal is almost right. The government does need to invest in useful people skills like crushing commies with 1,200 horsepower monster trucks. <laughs> Crushed by a dumpster. Maybe we could motorize the dumpster. Maybe the dumpsters could be pushed off the building by people driving monster trucks. That could be interesting. What would a monster truck with a giant like plow, would that just be extra? I, I don't know. The team idea of 12 men pushing, I don't know, that's also interesting. We'll, we'll have time. There's going to be a lot of enemies to crush. There's not going to be any shortage of them. I mean, there's quite a few, so well, we can experiment. We can come up with different things. Crisby says, is this thing working? Rock's Coke machine, just take it already. All right, thank you. Thank you, sir. How you doing? What's up, Crisby? <laughs> Somebody said, uh, go to Hastings Street, then over to UBC. To the Freedom Park, clothing optional. I don't even want to know what's going on over there. That sounds like a Vancouver problem. Simone de Biguet, de Biguet, I don't know. Says conservative Kakistan Party of Canada or CCP for good acronym. Canada is going to be the freest communist shithole on the planet. In Among communist countries, we will be a fairly, fairly liberally free-ish communist country. <laughs> Uh, Wallbanger says, I thought maybe some of RFK's immediate family circle might have told him what was up. Would you? That's another thing to think of is like, imagine you're in that, you're in the know. You could tell them. Would you? <laughs> like, hmm, you know what? I think I should get another one of them killed. <laughs> or maybe, and then they're going to want to wonder, who told you this? Robert? You're asking a lot of strange questions. Like, the stakes at that, that's the other thing. The stakes at this level are none. I mean, I have small stakes now. I mean, they might put me in jail or try to, I mean, but not at that. But when you're, like, just a regular person, there's no, you're just with your friends or whatever. Talking about this shit is not going to result in your life being destroyed or somebody murdering you. Like, that's not. But at that level you got to tread a lot more carefully and a lot more lightly about who you piss off and who you don't, who's happy and who isn't and all that. It's a, it's a den of vipers, man. And if Bobby starts asking questions, people be like, where did you, who told you this? And then you're the one that's maybe going to have an accident, you know, like, and there's the old, the, you know, there's the saying, the intelligence community in Canada has adopted this one that they've adopted from the CIA. And they say, it's hard to tell where the Canadian government ends and the Chinese government begins. And there was one from a <laughs> disillusioned former intelligence operative in the United States that it's hard, it's hard to say where the CIA ends and the Mossad begins. 
So in that environment, like think about that. They just killed the president. They killed the president's brother. They killed the president's son. And, and they're, they live where you live. And you're like, I think I'm going to go around making lots of noise. I can't believe nobody said anything. I'd be like, I would be surprised if they did. Hey, are people saying things? Bang! 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 Anybody else want to talk some shit? Oh, and they murdered like 17 of the Kennedy witnesses, by the way. Bang! 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 Like car accidents, robberies, break-ins, you know, uh, rape gone wrong, suicide, suicide, car crash, break-ins. Like an insane amount string of of random acts of violence to these all eyewitnesses to the Kennedy assassination. The people that charged towards the grassy knoll to try and catch the gunman as he fled. That's what they're doing on video and in the photos. They're not running from, they're running towards the gunman. That's what those brave Americans were doing. Most of them, many of them were killed. So it's like people that have no risk. And I'm not saying like to, that you're wrong. I don't know he's wrong. I'm just saying appreciate where you are and where they are and try to put, you know, there's no risk posting some shit on your Facebook page for your friends and family to go, I think Robert's having a mental breakdown. Like, that is not the same as being the regional deputy director of the FBI or the CIA or something or somebody who's been read into classified briefings who has a lot of shit to lose and who's probably being monitored by these same creepy fucking people who are monitoring everybody who's just going to go around talking some shit. Maybe if they're smart especially, they go, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm... Reading the message, you know, nonverbal communication taking place here, i.e. there's certain things you don't poke around in Washington or you have a habit of being dead, you know? So, I mean, it's not it's not surprising at all to me that he wouldn't know and that no one would have told him. And in fact, people would have steered very fucking clear of all of that, considering half the family's been murdered already. Be like, every time you, we open our mouths about the Gambinos, the Gambinos kill one of our people. And this has been like three times now. So, like, let's just maybe, maybe we'll leave this alone for a bit. Try to regroup. I don't know. <laughs> Think about something else. And who's telling them about the Gambinos anyway? Maybe they got to go, too. Maybe there's other. Hey, where, where's Vince Foster these days? <laughs> that was a different thing, but. These are the types of things that happen in Washington in real life. This guy was this guy was the, the go-between from the Clinton White House and the Waco crisis on the ground. Shortly after that was all done, a few months later, as Vince was very depressed and uh, you know scared and worried, and his wife said he was acting all fucked up. And yeah, he shot himself in the back of the head with two different guns, two different caliber guns. As you do when you're hey, if you're going to commit suicide, you're like, well, I want to make this interesting, and if you've got your two favorite guns, you're like, you got to. You got to time it so they both go off at the same time. Because if you have one go through and you're just dead with one gun in your hand, like why did he have a second gun? You know, you're just going to look stupid as a corpse when the police come to investigate and the you know emergency crews arrive and they're like, "What's with the other gun? What was he doing with that? He just didn't he didn't want it to feel left out. It's weird, right? It's dumb. It seems unnecessary. It's over the top. So there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And Vince was a high level performer. He was a big shot. You know, big guy in the white. He was the most high profile person to die in office since President Kennedy, actually. Now that I mention it, and uh, you know, you knew you knew he wanted to do something special. So he, you know, he miraculously timed this amazing double and with two different guns that have two different uh, trigger pulls. Most people maybe don't are aware of this. Uh, the trigger slack on a gun is different for each one. 
depending on what kind of trigger mechanism is installed and the the the, the amount of travel, i.e., where the trigger rests when it's just sitting there, and how far it needs to be pulled back or depressed or pulled until the shot goes off is different depending on it. Some of them are like two pounds, and it's like pop, and it goes off. Some are like twelve or fifteen, and you got to really haul on that son of a bitch. So two different guns, two different trigger pull, and you got a ton. Man, this is a, this is a fucking performance, Vince. How did you pull this off? Because he definitely wasn't murdered. That would be crazy. That never happened. That would insinuate that criminal gangster murderer pieces of shit are, are uh, you know, calling the shots around America. And that just can't be because that's scary and I'm a conservative. And I like to be reassured and tucked in at night and given my milk and cookies before bed. Because I'm a faggot. <laughs> I'm a fucking 48-year-old faggot. Who believes the government's doing the best they can, you guys? It's 40 chests, and we gotta get the limbs out. Oh, shut up! Just fucking shut up! Take your cookies and milk and just sh- go to bed. All right, you go to bed. The adults will deal with it. Yeah, it's, it is. It's 9 30, I know. You bring it to bed. Are you cranky? You didn't get your juice? Want me to come read you a fucking story? Go read the fucking. Go listen to James Corbett's fucking story. Any, any of James Corbett's stories. Anyone at all. That's your bedtime story. Come back when you're at least able to realize and acknowledge bad people exist and they will kill innocent people simply because it's convenient for them. That seems to be really hard for people to accept as real. They think that's just the movies. That would... Uh, no, that... Oh, uh, why? Just because they would make money they would kill millions of people? Yes! Yes, it happens all the time. For much less, even. For nothing, sometimes. For sport. They kill people for sport, sometimes. I I wouldn't put it... I bet you... It wouldn't be even remotely... Like, Putin probably had numerous guys that were going to kill Prigozhin and was like, all right, go. Whoever, Whoever gets them first gets the money. See you later. Let's make a game of it. Let's have fun with this, you know? You've got an assassin with the fucking missile systems. There was a guy at the airport on the runway that was going to blow something up. There was a guy at the fucking car park waiting to show up in a fucking Uber van packed with guns. Like, there was, you know, that guy was never... (laughs) Damn, he missed... There was no backup plan. There was never... Trust me. There is backup plans. Every every high-level military operation especially, no one's just like, oh, shit, we're going to shoot him down. We missed. Oh, well, I guess it's over. There was like five other redundancies in place. There is no way. Once they've decided this person dies today, you're fucking dying that day. Like it's, Forget it. Fight off as many waves as you can, but unless you're John Wick, you're not going home, okay? Under that. Oh, geez, an industrialized, basically first-world superpower military country wants me dead. I'll show them. I'm going to go in the woods. Like, no, you're not. They have satellites that can tell what your eye color is, okay? If you look at it. Like, don't. Just. I read that uh, earlier. There's a quote from Trump, and I was like, it's so, it's true, and it's uh, it's a good philosophy. They were asking about stress and how he deals with stress, and he was like, it doesn't matter. It just it doesn't matter. You just tell yourself that it doesn't matter. It never matters. Nothing matters. 400 million people died in India. It doesn't matter. You know? And it's like, it's not that it doesn't matter, but you have to kind of treat things with like this, well, like you can't let it be too big of a deal. And that's how he does everything. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you can be emotionally manipulated. And you'll succumb to your emotions and fe- fear and, and so on. 
And like I said, that's that's how they that's how they rule everybody. That's how they get everybody to do what they want. Emotional manipulation. Rather than logical explanations and you know, teaching people what's true and what's going on so they can figure it out for themselves. No, it's just gaslighting, fear, intimidation, fear, gaslighting, guilt, guilt, fear, guilt, gaslighting, guilt, fear, guilt, gaslighting, empathy, empathy, guilt, fear. Just ah, all the time. Do this or you're bad. Do this or you're bad. Do this or someone dies. Do this or poor people die. Do this or pollution. Do this or the sky is mad. Do this or everything will burn. Do this. Every fucking thing they do, everything they predicate, every decision, every policy, every tax crease in, in, in on, everything they predicate everything on, it's you have to do this or something bad will happen. There's no like, hey, we have an idea. Um, it's probably going to hu- have a huge improvement to our economy. Here's or your life, your standard of living, whatever it is. Here's the plan. Here's how much it's going to cost. Here's what we want to do. Here's how many people we can hire, and uh, but it's going to cost a lot of money. So we could raise taxes and pull this off. One of these people regionally, at least, and maybe even nationally, can get jobs. We'll have a, we'll have a referendum on that. What do you guys think? Should we fucking raise the tax rate a bit? Hey, does everybody want to pay an extra couple hundred bucks a month so we can build an airport? What do you want to do? That's something we should be doing, but we don't do that. We just, uh, do it or everyone dies! And, uh, give all billions of dollars to Haiti for abortions or you're racist! Oh my god, I don't want to be racist here, take it all! Oh, there's Nazis literally everywhere! We have to outlaw people talking or Hitler will eat all of the babies! Oh my god, I don't want Hitler to eat babies! Ban the internet! Ban free speech! Oh my god! It's everything, everything. Oh, it's dangerous speech! There's speech that's dangerous and we have to- Yes, of course, or else what? People will get hurt, won't they? Yeah. Yeah, be very afraid. We have to, or else something bad will happen. Yeah, I'm fucking on to you. A lot of us have been for a long time. The 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 key to escaping the bullshit and to become invincible to their get not is to just uh, not be afraid. Once the once you can't be intimidated and made to feel afraid by these the stupid fucking bullshit, that all of their power just goes away. They just have no control over you anymore. And then you become a problem, and then they'll fucking come after you. But it's like, oh well, that's that's what you signed up for. You wanted to fight them, don't you? If they're not fi- if they're not shooting at you, you don't matter. That's just the kind of personality I have, I guess. If I was in a war, I've been in one, so I'm going to imagine a different one. But say there's and and everyone had this opportunity or not opportunity. They had this sentiment where. You know, you're a young man, you're a young soldier, you're first appointed. You want to prove yourself. You want to, you know, get in there and mix it up. And other platoons, other companies, other units can get in, get in, uh, get in some shenanigans and get in some fights. And then you'd be like, well, like, you need to get in one now because they have one and you don't. And, you know, you want to prove yourself as a, as a warrior and all this kind of stuff because that's what you came here to do. Are you about this or are you not about this? You came here to fight these fucking people, didn't you? Are you an infantryman or not? Fucking let's go. That's what you're for. So don't call yourself, you know, well, I'm a fucking fighter, dude. I'll fucking take these people out. But it's like, yeah, but I don't want to risk anything. Imagine seeing like a battle you could get engaged in it's a kilometer away. This happened to me, by the way. I wanted to go, but they wouldn't let us. Kilometer away. We can literally see the tracer fire and the explosions from the air. I'm like, we're watching this unfold from not even a kilometer away. And we're like, let's let's get in there. Let's go. And it was because I didn't want to feel the shame of just sitting around knowing I could have got into the... I get, you're being a pussy, you know? 
And I didn't want to, like, what? <laughs> we tried, you know. We were like, let's go. We had the whole platoon ready to go. And they shut us down because they were being gay. Command was like, ah, you know what? No, let them die. We aren't cleared to go over there. There's no poppy fields to protect over there. That's just... Aren't we here to fucking kill the Taliban? Yeah, but not really, though. We're more we're more like protecting investments. That's mostly what we're doing. Oh, okay. Neat. Right on. Well, knowing that, I probably wouldn't have showed up here. But anyway, like, wouldn't you feel shame? Wouldn't you feel shame to see all this going on and, and you're just like, what did you do? Oh, I just kind of chilled. I just kind of watched from afar. I didn't really contribute anything. I didn't want to be on the radar. I didn't want to. And if people don't want to, they don't want to. But there's a lot of people that want to pretend like that. They want to pretend like they're out there fucking fighting the man and, and sticking it to, and, you know, going for it. Uh, but they don't. <laughs> they just want to pretend like they do. And they just get out of the way anytime seri- anything serious comes away. But they will take your money and your support and, and tell you to do crazy things. Uh, Morgan was posting about this the other day. These people always drive me nuts. The sovereign citizen fucking people. One of these guys went to court with this retarded, I don't like believe in your like system, man, because they heard all this sovereign citizen nonsense from pseudo Facebook fucking lawyers, which are really just fat old boomer guys in their houses or sitting around drinking wine with their cats in Ottawa telling people the fucking, ah, oh, this is how the law works. And that's why, anyway, they got absolutely fucking murdered in court. Obviously. Oh, my God. There's so many of these shystery fucking bullshit people out there. And it's hard to say, like, deep down, I don't think they believe anything that they're saying. They just found a niche that gives them attention and found a way to feel like they're important because this is their thing that they do, even if it's wrong and fucked up and retarded. They're never going to turn away because what's the alternative? Go back to being nothing? Do nothing? They don't want to do that. And they can't admit being wrong, and they can't admit... So, again, that requires the personal growth stage and all that shit. They're not going to do that. They don't have the guts to fucking look themselves in the mirror and admit they just committed 14 years and change to a fucking war caused bodies in the ground, people dead. It was like, oh, whoops. When you can fucking do that, then you can come back and talk to me about your fucking humility and how much you... Otherwise, I don't care. I don't care what you think. Swallow that pill and get back to me. Few have the courage to do it. And I think it I think it drives some people nuts. I think I talked about that last time I was on. I think it drives some guys nuts. They just can never put that together. And the, the strain and stress of never really knowing what the fuck happened or why or what's going on. I think, on, I think that's like soul cancer at some level. And if you don't ever address that, it'll drive you insane. Uh, who's this? Jenstein. Holy fuck. Thank you very much, man. He says, uh, might miss your live shows coming up on vacation. I work as hard as our politicians. <laughs> so very, very rarely. Uh, he says, love you, sir. Not in the gay way. I appreciate it, man. And everyone does. Uh, he, uh, Jenstein also, he's, he's a supporter of uh, Derek and Edgy and Ferry and all the guys. You're awesome, man. We appreciate you guys that uh, are helping us out uh, dealing with this kind of shit. And most of it just, get all, well, in my case, all of it just gets turned around and sent off to lawyers to, you know, sue Rebel News or, you know, one of the other guys is suing uh, over a photograph. And there's a lot of uh, nonsense going on. And it's worth it to uh, defeat defeat these people when they think they can, you know, bury you in lawfare. 
And you were like, oh, well, you, you're going to get on the internet and be all uppity, are you? You're going to fucking say things and we're not going to like them? Well, we'll fucking show you. We're going to put you on a persons of interest list and then we're going to get you. And we're going to dig up your old acquaintances and we're going to find out everything we can and we're going to slap a bunch of nonsense together and find... Really? And it's not just me they do this to. They do it to a lot of people. And it's important that we beat them so that people see that it can be done and that it's not a death sentence. And it will, you know, maybe encourage people to be a little more a little more courageous about their conduct and their thoughts and, and their lives. And the opposite's also true. If you just roll over and die, could you imagine that what that would have done to people? Like, regardless of what I want or don't want to do, that's just not an option. What a blow to morale that would be to everybody. You just say, oh, I'm scared. Okay. Here, take all these deals. Just don't put me in jail. Fuck you. Trial. Let's go. Suck it. You're not getting me that easy. You think I fucking survived? Kandar. And that fucking B.O. hot dog water smell play to just fucking roll over because you'd fucking printed some mean stories and threw a bunch of shit at the wall? Give me a break. What I mean, you can't, right? You can't do that to people. You can't just roll over and surrender. Oh, I hate that noise. So, anyway, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. And, well, the lawyers, are pretty, they, they like to get paid, you know. They're like, we're not doing this for free, are we? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, they're paid. All right, let's go on. Well, what else? What time is it? There's a whole bunch of other bullshit I want to probably get mad at. Oh, my God, is it that late? Holy shit. I did not realize I've been... What the hell have I even been talking about? How terrible Canada is, right? Yes, of course. It's not terrible, but it's it's the fact that it's rapidly declining and getting worse and worse. Okay, so I need to prioritize this. We only have a few more minutes, and I don't want to... F- man, there's a lot. There's so much shit, man. Ugh. Coal, more coal being shipped in... Yeah, this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, some of this COVID stuff. You can finally, this is the United States, but there's government contracts for safety protocols, equipment, sanitization, hand sanitizer, masks, shields, balls, blah, 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 blah. Going into uh, beginning in September and October. So why would they, oh, let's just, uh, let's just cheat again and see, <laughs> see, see what happens, I guess. Oh. Did you know that the, uh, don't worry. And, and your, your, your calls of, you know, concern about immigration is not being ignored, Canada. It's not going, I mean, the, the, we, okay, you're concerned about, we're going to have more migrants, actually, because we can't build houses without more of them. Only migrants know how to build houses, and only they can build houses, because the average Canadian has become so soft, fat, defeated, and broken that they physically cannot wield a hammer or saw. So we have to find labor abroad to get them to not build houses and basically just patrol around in gangs uh, near near downtown areas and harass women on trains. But ideally, we would have them building houses. That's what we... There's too many migrants, there's not enough houses, so we need more migrants to build the houses for the migrants so that there's not... This is a real... Yeah, this is a real story. This isn't a fairy tale. This is real. Solutions for housing crisis are simple to say, hard to achieve is probably what that... I don't know. 
No, it's not. You just shut the door. You stop importing millions of people. That's the first thing that you do. You stop the bleeding. You stop making the problem worse. And you refuse to do that. So that means you're not actually trying to solve this problem. You're trying to solve a different problem. The problem you're trying to solve is get more people into the country so we can collapse the middle class as fast as possible. That's what you're trying to do. You're not trying to give people homes. You're trying to destroy the country. You're doing a very good job of it. Oh, yeah. That was from Greg. We saw that already. Great video. Let's see. Government's looking to acquire land, you know. And again, we're under terrorist attack, sustained attack. This keeps going. Arson causes a million dollars in damage to a train rail bridge in, in Janelle. Canadian Pacific Rail Bridge. I don't even know where this is. Uh, Kootenai Boundary. Okay, so BC, Alberta, somewhere out there. <laughs> it was a fire call and found the bridge north of Lower China Creek Road. Hmm. Fully engulfed. Just some more arson. There's arson happening all over the country. We're under attack, and no one seems to give a shit. Like I said, no one's sticking up for any of these people. We're more worried about this. Oh, we didn't find a single bone! R.I.P. rocks. If only we could have saved you. There's the picture. Remember this? I don't have it queued Oh, I can't make it bigger. I don't have it queued up, but fucking Colbert's mom, I think it was her, had a hilarious post of it. It's photoshopped a pile of rocks here with this fucking cross because there's no there is no mass graves they don't exist like, I'm sorry rocks I wish I could have done more to save you if only we could have been there for the rocks you know fake fucking oh my heart goes out to the rock people shut up it's gonna see it's gonna feed into the denialist narrative the search for the truth what truth what are you even talking about that was the truth. What do you mean? That you claimed there were mass graves caused by systemic genocide executed by the Canadian people upon the indigenous. That's the claim. That's the narrative. That's the story. Well, if that's the story, that there's mass execution, there's mass graves, there's genocide, well, where are the bodies? Where are the dead people? Well, they can't seem to find any. There's some cemeteries from kids that died in polio, and a lot of people and kids died back then. Wasn't specific, wasn't exclusively to the fucking residential schools, but let's pretend, I guess. R.I.P. Rocks. Yeah, that's no. There is. There. There needs to be. There needs to be evidence, right? You're gonna make insane claims like genocide. Were they culturally insensitive? Probably. Were they abusive? Probably. Were they genocidal conditions? Well, technically, actually, uh, careful with the technically, actually definitions of genocide with the UN because that can apply. That's going to apply to a lot of things. You're going to find very uncomfortable and find yourself in yet once again a very hypocritical situation. And and I don't don't just mean the Israelis. Ugh. Anyway, R.I.P. the rocks. All right, we got to make sure the rocks are are doing good. The uh, heritage minister is that who it is now? Another dumb liberal white woman? Good. Things will definitely get better. She's the heritage man. Tell me about our heritage. Tell me about it. She says, Facebook, uh, blocking the news, endangers lives of Canadians flee wildfires. Let's talk about this for a second. Heritage minister, genius, big brain, government leader, big... Hey, you voted to give yourself a pay raise, didn't you? Just like everybody else did, right? How, how are you feeling with that pay raise? You think you deserve it? You know, good bonus, right? You're doing a good job. Um... Where now? Let's let's start at the beginning. 
Facebook or Meta. I refuse to call it Meta. That's a stupid name. And Zuckerberg is a fucking weird freak. You know. What Facebook... So it's blocking... So there's no no state-funded Canadian news anymore on Facebook. So... And they block... Why would they do that? First question. Did they do that? Yeah, they did. Interesting. Why did they do that? The first question, any logical person, any sane, healthy, non-59 genders cut off my own dick and injecting myself with hormones so I can grow titties or whatever the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> first question... Why would they do that? Well, they did it because the Canadian government forced them to. They would have been bankrupted in extortion. They wanted them to pay these broadcasters. Basically, what they wanted to do was, because the Canadian government pays these broadcasters to keep them in business, to lie to you all the time, bails them out constantly, billions of dollars. It's very expensive. Nobody watches it. Nobody cares. Nobody watches CBC. It's a dead fucking industry. It's all make-believe. It's like CNN it's like in the States. There's no... No audience. It's fucking getting absolutely brutally fucking murdered all the time. So bailing money out all the time. So what they decided they were going to do is they were going to bilk Facebook because uh, through Instagram and Facebook, both companies owned by Meta, they're going to say that you actually owe, you have to pay for all of these links that get shared because people shared the news and things they see on social media. They wanted Facebook to pick up that tab and pay them. Every time somebody links something, well, it's on Facebook, so that's technically you're stealing journalistic fucking. So the Facebook did the obvious move and said, "You, I'm. Who do you do you think? Hey, Canada, do you think you're the United States? Do you think you can fucking bully me? Do you think you can pressure me into doing? You're Canada. You're you're. When you say forty million people, but only twenty million of you really have any jobs anyway. I mean, it's a drop in the bucket." You don't bye bye bye. So that's why there's now no longer any news being shared on Facebook or on Instagram in Canada. And the heritage minister blames the company, the person that created the situation of why you can't see the news on social media anymore. Blames social media for the decisions that they made to destroy uh, the news being shared on social media. That's just a new. That's I mean that's can that's Canadian leadership right there. I don't think I can really. I mean, we might as well shut it. You might as well end the show right there with her face. Um, I mean, that's really all you need to know. That's all true. That is what happened. These are the people in charge of your future and your children's future. These people that dress like this. <laughs> I want to get like a blazer that shows that I'm like a serious like business lady, but I also don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Oh, the brain, you know, we're just with brains like this. How can we fail, guys? How how could we how could anything ever go wrong? <laughs> All right. Oh, there's so much. All right, I'll end with that. That one and then this one and then okay. <laughs> Second last thing, cuz this is um I I find this crazy to me. I I don't know if this is true. I was told this by several uh, yeah, this shirt is not f- fit. Properly. I'm getting too big for me. I need to get the biggest shirt here. It's getting too big for it. It's not. It's getting stretched and pulled over over my enormously huge body. <laughs> I wish. Um. Apparently, allegedly, the judge overseeing the Coots trial, which is a very politically charged trial, you would have to admit. Considering the genesis 
of what happened, why these people were where they were, what was going on. It was essentially a fuck the government protest. Right. Now, the judge has donated money to that government 26 or 27 times. Now, call me crazy. Lots of people do. I find it inappropriate at at a minimum that someone who's supposed to be impartial and neutral and just based on the facts and merits of the cases and, and, and the, you know, the arguments being made and so on, that they should be engaged in political activity, like donating to a specific political cause and party dozens of times. I would find it unlikely that person to be unbiased. That's a pretty clear indication of bias. If I donated to the Conservative Party of Canada 27 times and then I'm going to be a judge over somebody who's protesting against the Conservative Party, do you think maybe there's a chance I'm not going to be super enthusiastic about seeing it from this person's perspective? Can you? I mean, I'm just asking if that's possible. Does anybody think that's possible? Well, there's being, a probe is being launched into judges and tribunal members over continued political party donations. That's probably a good thing. Canadian Judicial Council is going to look into whether two Ontario Superior Court judges and at least 15 tribunal members continue to make donations to political parties after being appointed by the position to the position by the Prime Minister. Who's friends with the fucking Emergency Act Inquiry Commissioner, by the way? They're just longtime friends. They literally high-fived in front of everyone on camera. Remember that? Remember we had this dog and pony show of an inquiry? They forced me to testify against my charter rights, one of many, many violations I've had to endure. The Charter of Canadian Rights and Freedoms means nothing in this country, by the way, guys. If you think it does, it doesn't. It's routinely violated, and no one is ever, it's very rarely held to anybody. Like, no one cares. It doesn't matter. They say it does. It's pretend. It's it's like um, it's like when they say, "Oh, we ask refugees to welcome." Absolutely, and then it's like, "Okay, can they live at your house?" No, no. They don't mean that. They just say it because it sounds nice. They don't actually care. <laughs> good. So they, you know, they've got judges getting appointed, and that's good. He's appointing judges. I wonder how he's choosing them. Does that seem appropriate to anyone? Should political leaders be appointing judges? I I, I I know this has probably been a long time since the system's been updated for contemporary times and to account for the changing attitudes and sentiments and the way things work and the way people behave and nothing stays the same forever due to entropy and degradation. You know. Yeah, I, I feel like that's probably not a good idea. Maybe, hey, Maybe when Trump was president, he should appoint all the judges in the United States. Oh, wait, they do do that down there, too, don't they? I don't. I feel like there's got to be a better way to do that. I don't know. Haven't thought about it yet. I Hopefully, I, I didn't think I would ever have to. You'd think you would never have to. Something else I didn't think I'd ever have to deal with, which is now the norm is this. And this is what I mean, and then I'm going to get out of here after this. Uh, when it comes to uh, you know sticking up for people and the children specifically, because no one's doing it, and if we don't do it, no one will do it. No one else seems interested. Peeps isn't interested. How many times he's been asked about uh, you know Sean Hartman now? 
He doesn't care. They don't care. Dead children doesn't matter. Can I can I get political points in it? Will it will it help me beat the libs? I don't care. That's all he cares about. So now we have a, a situation where this is basically this is the future that awaits your children, my children, everyone's children, and sometimes you know people's children now because we're now seeing video of it emerge on the internet in the last. Five years, but the last year, especially this year, and you know, part of last year, it's really blown up as a trend. Is um, kids, children, teenagers, and sometimes even grown men and women in the streets. I saw one guy just walking his baby with a stroller in England get attacked by a bunch of knife wielding migrants. Middle of the day, a lot of kids are being bullied and beat up at schools and abused, raped. But you can't say anything because it would be racist. So this is this is the soul searching moment where you have to see something like this and make a decision. Who are you loyal to? That's a simple question, but that is a very deep question that goes to the heart of who you are as a human being. I'll let you think about that for a few minutes while I show you some 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 stuff. This is a Finnish girl in Finland being forced to get on her knees in submission and apologize to the migrants while she's at school. And she does it. They threaten to beat her up. They make fun of her. That's what's going on in the schools. Or maybe it's this. It's much worse than that. Maybe it's uh maybe your son has a bunch of new classmates in his school. Who are you loyal to? Who's protecting this kid? Makes him kiss their feet. And then they beat him up. Now you have to live with... You've seen that. That's happening. I got one more for you. This is a real good one. Oh, this one. Yeah, well, I've actually got more. This is another one. A German girl slapped and burned with cigarettes. This is yeah, just, She's just a dumb white bitch anyway. What's she gonna do? Yeah, fuck that stupid white bitch, right? Fucking colonizer, right? Apologize for something that has nothing to do with you. I don't even how much worse does this get? Does she get on the ground? Oh, yeah, okay. She has to submit and get on their knees. And, yeah, is she doing the kissing of the feet and everything, too? Probably. This is fucking humiliating. That's the point, by the way. They're establishing dominance over you. Um, here's the last one. English schoolgirls. Actually, I'll just, I'll just let them talk for a few seconds. There's some English high school kids. 
The girl that was uh, allegedly uh, assaulted is coming back. No, no, because she's frightened. Well, of course, she, she, she's traumatized. She's terrified. As, as, as a community, we are terrified for ourselves. As and anyone for that girl. would like. Did it happen in the school? Yeah. Well, yes, yes. Allegedly. Did. yes, and 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 allegedly, and nothing has been done about that. No, no, no one has took it into consideration that the boys would do it again. So the, their main concern is us protesting yeah. here. These are high school girls um, asking the, that they not be raped at fucking school like their classmates are by migrant men. This was in Dover. Girl tells reporter, we won't stay quiet. We need to be heard. Children aren't safe even in the schools. Why is this being tolerated? Who is sticking up for these kids? Who are you loyal to? That's real. That's happening. And much worse. And it will continue to happen. And people like PP and all the rest of them encourage it. And when they're confronted with this, they ignore it, they downplay it, and they call you crazy. But we got to get the libs out. You see what you're doing? You're this will continue. Getting the libs out. You're okay with this? You're okay with this. Because this more of this. Until these problems are dealt with, make sure you get ready to look forward to more of that. Maybe that'll be your kid's school. Maybe that'll be your kid. Maybe they get stabbed, raped, fucking who knows. Doesn't matter, because you don't want to be called racist, right? So who are you more loyal to? You have to choose. And let me tell you right fucking now, if you think for one second that these kids are going to forget, if, if that they're not noticing, I can't fucking imagine being a 17 year old kid in these schools right now seeing this go on seeing this happen to my female classmates and seeing the boys get beat and so on and see all of you adults say nothing and do nothing and cower and cuck and fucking hide while i go to school with this you think i'm not gonna remember that i guarantee you they're gonna remember that so you should make a fucking decision right now we know who where the politicians stand and I know there's quite a few people that listen to me if we know where they stand. There's, but there may be a few out there who don't seem to have grasped very tightly the reality that is you can't be on both sides. Who are you with? Who are you going to fight for? Who will you suffer for to protect to advance their interests because you life is tough. You're going to suffer. You're going to get hurt. You're going to sacrifice. There's no way around that. You're going to be a conservative. Guess what? Yeah, you're going to have to accept that that's part of life. You're going to have to do it one way or another. So who are you loyal to? Are you going to fight for, sacrifice, bleed for, do whatever it takes to help the fucking system that does this to these kids? Or are you going to stand up and fight for those fucking kids? Who are you loyal to? I know exactly who I'm fucking with.
They're fucking after these kids in school. Don't say anything. It's very no. It's very mean. That would be racist. Refugees welcome, aren't they? Bring them in. Cost of milk. Standard of living. Get the libs out. Get the libs out. Ignore child rape and murder. Get the libs out. I know those pieces of shit out there are not listening to those kids. And I know they probably can't hear us, but... uh, Not everybody's ignoring them. Some of us hear you. Ava Brown, the Shekel Collector, Dr. Genstein. Thank you so much, guys. That's it. I'm going to bed. Some evil. I can't believe I would bring light to children being abused inside of our own countries by literal foreign invaders raping them in their own schools. That's crazy. Black and white, none often. I'm telling you. You gotta be careful with people like that. Steer far, steer far away, far away from me. Lest you end up on a list. So make sure you never go to rangingdissident.com and follow any of my social media channels, which are also heavily channel banned. I rarely use them anyway. Telegram's the only real one that matters. T.me slash rangingdissidentii on Telegram, rangingdissident.com for all the rest of that crap I just mentioned. Substack and the Griff.shop if you want to support me and the other guys in the shenanigans. Soon, I'm working on it. Maybe we'll get out of here soon. Until then, Death to Stalin, six up and No kissing feet, no kneeling, no fucking surrendering ever. Phil, you've... I want to choose my words carefully. I just... You, you've you you've assembled hundreds of men here. And they're all just kind of milling around. And they all... Th- this brochure they're holding... <sighs> 14-year-olds do sucky-sucky. 
Uh, just just tell me one thing, and, and and you told them all to meet here. Are you about? I only want to know one thing, Phil. Are you gonna do? Are you doing what I think you're gonna do? Let the bodies hit the floor. Yep. Let the bodies okay. Hit the floor. That's Let what the I. That's what I assumed. I'm just making Let sure, dude. Because you have a reputation. <laughs> Those are. I did not know you could do pressing kicks like that. Phil has got some leg kicks. Holy shit! You guys should see this. He's just cutting through them like butter. That guy's dead. He's dead. No, the way his head bounced off the ground, he's dead for sure. Yeah, some of them are starting to run now. Yeah, it, it's clear he yeah, he's he has supernatural powers for sure. Yeah, the doors. No, he locked the doors on the outside. It's inside a skating rink, but there's there's no ice. It's all dirt. The doors are locked. Yeah. I'm just watching from the bleachers. It's protest, yes, but it's very satisfying. So. God, he got that guy with the horns.